So we were having a hard time figuring out what the lead story was today because the CEO of YouTube is stepping down. And I'm like, that's big news. But at the same time, a local hobbyist balloon club believes, or I should say it is being insinuated, their balloon was shot down by Joe Biden and an F-22. And so the story that Joe Biden may have accidentally shot down some small hobby group's balloon panicking about UFOs is just really, really funny. So we decided to go with that one instead. But at the same time, I wonder, I mean, if they disp- if they deployed F-22s to shoot down what was just some hobbyist balloon because they were panicking, it makes us look really dumb. But I also have to wonder if they're intentionally distracting us and drumming up some other news story about UFOs to keep our minds off of, say, I don't know, like a gigantic toxic chemical spill, which is going to pollute the water for 5 million people in the immediate and then probably pollute the farmland and the water for tens of millions of more in the coming weeks. Or I don't know. Maybe Biden's just so incompetent. They saw a hobbyist balloon, panicked, thought it was China, and blew it up. Well, today's going to be fun. Before we get started talking about all of that, head over to TimCast.com to become a member and support our work directly. As a member, you'll get access to exclusive members-only segments in the TimCast IRL show. That's tonight at 11 p.m. We'll have that up, and it should be a lot of fun. Last night with Jimmy Dore was off the hook. Jimmy just went off, and when, when, when he gets into that groove and he starts talking about what's pissing him off, yeah, it's 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 top tier content, my friends. So oh, yeah. uh, over at TimCast.com and uh, smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Joining us tonight to talk about this and a lot more is Sarah Higdon. Thanks for having me, Tim. So, yeah, I'm Sarah Higdon. I'm a content creator. I have a YouTube channel. Um, I'm also a contributor over to Gays Against Groomers. Um, I'm an ambassador to Outspoken USA as well as I'm the assistant editor for Reality's Last Stand. Um, I also do some freelance writing for the post-millennial and human events. Um, and I've j- basically just been traveling the country lately doing speaking events with some of the mom organizations that are trying to end queer theory in our schools. Wow, right on. We, we actually, we do have another story about that. There's like a school, I guess, where they tried to transition all of the fifth grade girls. Oh my goodness. Have you seen this? No. We'll get, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. it. We won't do the story. We, we sometimes get into the story too early. But uh, thanks for hanging out. This should be fun. We also got Libby. She's back. I'm back. I'm back, everybody. Libby Emmons with The Post Millennial. Glad to be here. Glad to be here with you, Sarah. Yes. Good I think to it's see been you. a while since we were, uh, I think we got trashed in Atlanta. Is yeah. that what we did? Yeah, yeah. that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? Ian Crossland, happy to be here. Uh, if you haven't seen the new Cast Castle on YouTube, you're going to want to check it out. It's a clip of the actual show on TimCast.com. It was very, very funny. And, it is uh, pretty good. It's received quite, quite, uh, quite raucous reviews. I'm very it happy. Is, it is poking fun at Steven Crowder and the Daily Wire. All of them. Everybody. Nothing <laughs> sacred. Nothing sacred. What's happening, Serge? Yo, I am at Surge.com. I'm just hanging out, ready to go. All right, let's jump into his first story. Let's not waste any time. This is from Aviation Week Network. Okay, so they got the scoop. While all of us are spinning around in circles being like, UFOs, what's going on? Joe Biden's freaking out. They're just deploying F-22s. They're shooting down unidentified flying objects. And here's my favorite part. The pilot said it had no observable propulsion system because balloons don't. I said, I said that. I swear. You watch my segment. I said, when they say there's no propulsion system, it could be because it's a balloon. Like, there's not going to be a jet on a balloon or anything like that. So they see this big object and they're like, I wonder how it's flying. And they shoot it down. So here's the story. Hobby Club's missing balloon feared shot down. I'll give you the gist of it. The general idea is the Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade, NIB, is not pointing fingers yet, but the circumstantial evidence is at least intriguing. The club's silver-coated party-style Pico balloon reported its last position on February 10th at 38,910 feet off the west coast of Alaska, and a popular forecasting tool 
the his-split model provided by NOAA, projected the cylindrically shaped object would be floating high over the central part of the Yukon Territory on February 11th. That's the same day a Lockheed Martin F-22 shot down an unidentified object of a similar description and altitude in the same general area. Okay. I'm sorry. China's laughing at us right now. Yeah, I, I think it's cool, though, that there's hobby balloon clubs. This balloon apparently was on its seventh trip around the world. So that's kind of cool for the balloon. It's a shame that it's not there. It is absurd, though, that we used our high. It perhaps, perhaps we used our highest, uh, our highest Air Force tools to shoot down a balloon. Well, I mean, look, everybody was ragging on Biden over the Chinese balloon. So they started panicking. Mm-hmm. Now, then they started saying, we think these could, these, these objects could be anything from like mm-hmm. used car balloons or whatever. <laughs> right. And it's just like, oh man. Biden also said today uh, at a press conference, he said um, that he has no regrets about shooting down the balloons. Of course he doesn't. Spending $400,000 on a, <laughs> on a hobby balloon doesn't make any sense. Is that how much the missiles cost? I think that's things? what I read is in, uh, uh, whatever. Five hundred half, half a million dollars because they panicked over this balloon. We are. A, we three are, of them. Three. Three, three balloons. Yeah. We are silly people. Well, how big are these balloons? Like that is doesn't it, look like that big of a balloon. In no, that that's a plastic bag. They said it's like <laughs> three, three cars or something like that. Like that's a, a Pico bus. balloon. That's what that is. That's a Pico balloon. That's actually it. That's a Pico balloon. Yeah, the huh. first thing was the three school buses. Yeah, the way they oh. the oh, thing yeah. they didn't shoot down right, right away. Right, right. The actual this is the threat Chinese right here. I, I want balloon. you to to look at this mm-hmm. this dastardly group. Look at this this woman. This this girl's wearing a suit. That's she how you know they're dangerous. Serious. This yeah. is like the where, scene, where? It, but she it would be, be in a comedy. Quantico. Like it would be a scene in a in a comedy movie where it shows like the dejected hobbyists after they get shot down and they're all like real sad about it i'm you picturing like those guys in the X, the um the x-files you know the three guys the researchers oh what was it uh, the, yeah, lone, the lone the lone gunman. gunman yeah 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 i'm imagining those guys yeah that kind of like, like disappointment oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> the lone gunman so what clever. now do our tax dollars have to pay these well we probably should pay them back for their for their balloon i mean yeah. so so what it's going to cost us half a million dollar five hundred and one thousand dollars now this, this blunder so by Joe Biden. Maybe Biden well, should cover the cost. What I want to know is there was the other one where the pilot actually missed on the first shot. <laughs> That's right. So, it's so a million was a, dollars. That was a million dollar shot. Was that the same type of balloon, though? Was that a real balloon? Yo, could you just imagine they're seeing this silver cylinder and it's just a balloon and they're like, ah, and they, <laughs> when the missile misses, miss, miss, miss. And they're like taking it very seriously. Yo, we are silly people. Now, do you I think just, this could be a military exercise, though, too? Like I would have thought, like if we were gonna do this type of stuff, we like they would have at least come out and tell us that, like you know, maybe we're preparing for China to send an EMP or something over. But then, you know, it would cause issues if, and so they it went with this alien theme. But I could see them trying to lie because usually the lie is better than the than the than the truth. They like, were they were they were doing something over DC the other day. I guess everybody was freaking out about that. Mm-hmm. Well, remember like back in like 2014 or something when the 82nd jumped into Texas and everybody thought that the federal government was invading Texas. Oh. It's kind of the same type of stuff. There was this thing that happened a few years ago where a bunch of people started on Twitter started posting photos of military vehicles and videos of uh, trains transporting tanks. And they all started saying like, whoa, what's happening? Everybody was in on it. And then journalists started seeing all these videos and thinking something was really happening, started actually writing up, writing up stories about this and 
And it was nothing. They're going to the they're, was, they're going was, to JRTC or something for military. Well, no, no, it was like <laughs> people people took random images. Mm-hmm. So they take a random image of a field with a guy standing, and they'd be like, "Whoa, new image out of this city or whatever." And like, "Whoa, now we're hearing that the police are showing up." And puts a picture of a squad car, and then someone would be like, "The military's being brought in," and you see helicopters, mm-hmm. and they're all just different random videos from different time periods. But people were claiming were from. Oh my goodness! You know what? That's like that's like that uh, Evelyn Waugh novel scoop. Where all the journalists get sent to the war zone, and you know the main character gets there, and there's no war. There's just no war Whoa. at all. Well, this is like all the deep like stuff the, that's happening. Yeah, too. yeah. Oh or in Wag the Dog, when I, they're like, "Oh, we're going to have a war with Albania for to to cover up that the president slept with a Firefly girl." I I was you know look the other day I was pretty scared about the AI stuff you know, and I'm like, oh man. And then just before this show, I saw one of the best AI deep fakes I've ever seen. And and I started, and now I'm really excited because oh, yeah? it, it was, was it? Donald Trump and Joe Biden playing Overwatch together. Oh my god! <laughs> Is that available? I want to watch that. Yeah, it's on Political Compass memes on Instagram. I should pull it up. I don't know if I can pull it up because it's gonna. Let me see if I can get it. Uh, it. And there's a lot of swearing in it, so just you know. But it's too good. It's it's it was too good. Uh, there's a lot of swearing in it, so let me see if I can get it. We were talking about this at a meeting earlier. Uh, this is oh there it is there it is. All right. You know, you're, you avert your, uh, cover your, your kids' ears because we're playing this one. I was playing Overwatch. I like Overwatch, though. Oh. <laughs> Hold on, we got to fix the audio. Yo, this is awesome. I, I love Deepfake now. I love this map. Takes me back. Is that you again, Joe, on my fucking team? <laughs> it's this guy. Oh, GG, we lost. This is my rank up game, too. We are not even out of spawn doors, G-G. and this guy is already complaining. Someone dodge, please. <laughs> you fucking need to log in again, and you're going to feed again. How many accounts do I have to keep fucking avoiding? You are you not on? beating the hard stuck master's allegations, Don. That is so cap, Joe. You know, I was having a really good day today. Don't care. Went golfing, hit a few holes in one. Don't Wanted care. Wanted to solo cue some Overwatch to end the Don't day, care. and I see fucking, fucking Bidenator. I can't wait until matchmaking Jesus fucking (laughs) Yo that was the best That's the reality we need I saw that like right as we're getting ready to do the show When did they post this? They posted it an hour ago It's like Kang and Konos From the Simpsons I mean this is one way political (laughs) I was golfing I wanted to end the day with some quick cues And overwatch and then I see Bidenator in my chat (laughs) We were saying today at a meeting earlier Um our development meeting, one of uh, one of the devs, Tony, was saying like, "What we really need is to see a deep fake that's terrifying, that where where everyone like basically realizes the horror that this could re- wreak on us." Like someone, I mean, it's just something that where everyone, but not that we need to do that to people. But I think in order for us to realize how dangerous this is, this technology. So I, you're like saying, what, what would be the most horrifying deep fake? Well, I, so so War of the Worlds kind of freak people out. No. That Orson Welles thing, people yeah. thought we were really being invaded right, by aliens. For sure. I disagree. These last few years have not been easy on our economy. And with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-431-5684 and you'll be in touch with America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS's predatory tactics and put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. 
Again, 800-431-5684 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Uh, the, the, the typical mistake people make with, with PR campaigns and things like this is that they think shock content, alien invasion, World War Three. people won't believe it. It's too out of the ordinary. It's got to be something very simple, like Joe Biden giving a speech and saying something like, it's got to be, in order to get people to understand it's scary and actually get them to believe it, it's got to be something about maybe a banking crisis. Or like a city's been wiped off the map or no something. No one will believe Nuclear that. Nuclear strike. No one will believe it. No. What about, People are going to be like, what? And they're going to try and look it up. But if it's a video of Joe Biden saying something like, we're growing deeply concerned with the rising inflation rates, which are now expected to reach 11% by the next month. But the Federal Reserve has has given us their word. They will they will lower the rates and try and get these inflation rates down. People will then start freaking out if Biden says something like, we are worried, but please remain calm that the cost of basic goods could reach upwards of 10 to $20 for things like a gallon of milk. That's the kind of thing that people would see and be like, it would freak out the mm-hmm. average middle class person be believable enough to where they go, wait a minute, that was fake? Holy crap. I know that would definitely wreck the economy. It could potentially wreck the economy for a day. Like people will sell stocks, could destroy the stock market. But right, like to really to, like, scare people, I don't know if that would really scare I, I people. Think the, well, I think the scariest stuff is actually the revenge porn stuff that's happening, the deep fake porn that's putting people's bodies into these films that they didn't consent to. Oh, like a porn of Joe Biden then. I, I, well, that, would be, that would be really scary. Yeah, I, won't, I, 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 don't, I, I, I disagree. Look, like... <laughs> That stuff exists. You know it's not you and it's not real. I don't know. I can understand. It's a sh- it's shocking to people to have that happen to them for sure. But I see what you're saying about it being something super normal, like something that could definitely be real or, or and like, is in fact mm-hmm. not real. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if, so it's like so it's like imagine if you imagine that like there the um, the information that's been coming out over the past year when things like bacon and milk have gone up and eggs have gone up and all of that and it sort of gets ignored. Uh, by a lot of the press, but something like that, those things really do have an impact on people. That would be interesting. Or what if he was, you know, what if Biden makes the announcement that we're definitely going to be sending troops into Ukraine? Yes, I was going to say, and it's believable, but it's, terrifying. It's very believable, and then you'd have everybody being like, you know, it was only in what was it March when Biden said there'll be no troops on the ground. He said that very definitively. He also said there'd be no tanks. He also said there'd be no fighter jets. What's next? And that would that would set off an international firestorm. If if there was a video where it's Biden giving a speech and he said something like Russian artillery has struck the border of Poland triggering article 5. Right. My I goodness. as the president of the United States am left with no choice but to deploy U.S. forces to assist our partners in NATO in the war effort against Russia. Make no mistake. By the time to the American the White people, House we are anything. at war. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd World be terrifying. War has begun, like, no, that, kind of you can't go too much. Like I if he said so. Russia nuked a city or something, people would be like, yeah, they just what? check it. They just well, what if he's saying something? Freak out. Okay. We, we, we already know that there was the reporting that a missile hit Poland. Right. And everyone freaked out. Turns out it was Ukrainian artillery that misfired or whatever. Right. Or crashed. So it's that that's the mid range level where people will start panicking. The economy will get disrupted to a certain degree and then they'll have to come out and the White House would have to issue a statement saying it's not true. But even then, you're going to have people being like, I've got two videos. Which one's real? That's the scary thing. No. And then what and then the impact on international leaders. Yeah. I mean, at that same point in time, it would come out and Putin might be like, oh, now I'm going to preemptively strike 
Yeah, I and know you that. send a nuke preemptively, and that and you're right, it does play into your. That is probably the scariest scenario that you could have because it is believable, and it it plays into your your your. It has to be on the border of unbelievable. Yeah, where it's terrifying and may be true, like a, a meteor coming towards Earth or something. That's completely unbelievable. Nobody would believe it. If it was coming out of Biden's mouth, you don't think half the country nope. would? Plus, NASA some, already some people did their would. thing Sounds where they like blow up asteroids. If, did you see right. that? Right. If, 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 <laughs> Biden, if there's a video of Biden saying a meteor is coming and it's going to destroy the Earth or slam into a city and wipe it out, people are going to go, what? what is this? And they're going to go to Google right away and say it's fake. And it's going to say, don't look up. But if it's a video of Biden <laughs> saying something like a Russian artillery strike, we believe uh, has, has struck Polish territory, triggering Article 5. Poland has requested that the U.S. deploy assets immediately to the area for defense. People are going to see that and go, dude, dude, dude. They're going to share it with their friends. And they're going to be like, look at this video. Look at this video. Because it's believable. And then the Russian cabinet will be sharing it amongst themselves. And that's where it becomes really scary is do the, does the opposing party also believe it and could or, that trigger a war? Which or, I don't want that to happen. Do do, does the Russian military it? say, uh, you know, President Putin, this deep fake is going around claiming that, you know, Russian artillery hit and that the U.S. is going to be deploying troops. I say we pretend we think it's real and deploy troops and use right. this as a mm -hmm. casus belli. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or, sorry, sorry, <laughs> someone can make a video of Vladimir Putin playing Overwatch with Biden next. Yeah, for right. sure. Definitely Kang yeah. and Konos. <laughs> we, were, we were trying to figure out how to, how to prevent this deep fake confusion earlier. And one of, another one of the developers, Alex, was like, you need to watermark your, your videos when they go up from now on. Like the future is kind of like locking your door at night. You can't expect the government to lock your door for you. You can't expect other people to know if your video is real or not or if it's a deep fake of you. So right. you've got to somehow prove it. Uh, but then I'm like, what about fair use? Like how did they prove that it's... Well, some developers will use like certain stuff. I was reading an article before where it's in like movies and documentaries where they did like the whole documentary. And whenever it was like the AI generated, they would put like a halo around the person that they were AI generating. So the audience subtly knew. But then the, then the conversation was, do we then, you know, that, that pulls you out of this immersive experience that you're going to do. So what's the trade-off of, of having, you know, in a movie or something like that where you're deep faking? It's, there's a trade-off there somewhere. Someone chatted, super chatted, uh, that um, because reasons that deepfakes won't exist in five years, you'll just be able, it's, it's going so quickly, you'll be able to make any kind of content you want. But that's literally deepfakes, dude. If you're, you're saying like you can just tell it to make whatever you want. We, are, we already talked about this a couple weeks ago. There's, a, there's an ad I saw on Twitter for an AI video generating service, meaning it's an editing software and you'll type in slow pan in forest at night and then it renders and then gives you a video showing trees and the cameras panning through a forest it's crazy it's like when chat D gpt was writing stories but video like video which is even now imagine sicker. once it can do people and and voc and voices all in one and you just type in give me a video of an action a superhero fighting a supervillain in a city and then it renders it and gives you a 30 second clip you could then be like, make a video of Joe Biden declaring war on Russia, and it would be indistinguishable from the real world. Well, and then when you combine that with VR, suddenly no one has to exist in reality ever again. So say, will we ever? Why would we? Will we ever have Why? movies yeah. or anything like that again? Be we? Because you can generate movies just digitally. Yes, but it, what, what I think it'll be like is there will be user-generated movies. And people are going to say, oh, dude, did you see that new movie from Ian? It's really good. Go to his profile. He's got a Patreon. He makes movies. And you'll literally just, you write out the treatment for a script, AI generate it, 
go in and fine fine tune some of the points in the movie that you think aren't, aren't that good. About a week's worth of work, and you've got a full length Marvel Dude, movie. There could be humans that with a neural net go into a hyperbaric chamber, and all they do is think about movies that are constantly being AI created for the public, and all they're they're just like in a in a cocoon where they're just generating thought. The precogs. Wow. They'll, they'll strap themselves in and predict the future for us. Wow. Yeah, what were we talking about? We were talking I about Joe know. Biden shooting up kids' balloons. I'm now imagining this other thing. I, I think like that should be the first AI-generated film. Should be the like people. A kids' balloon goes no, up the no, sky. No, no, no. The first like, one should be the people who are creating the AI-generated films. It should be like super meta. Oh, like a movie about how they became it, the ones that created yeah, the movie, yeah, yeah. and then at the end you find out they created the movie that you're watching about yeah. them creating the movie? Yeah, yeah like that. I think like the balloons is a distraction. I got this up because I still haven't heard Biden mention East Palestine. Have you guys heard him mention it yet? No, but no. FEMA denied claims for emergency relief because people's homes weren't destroyed by the toxic chemicals. Yet. Okay, well. Are there chickens died? Their chickens died. Uh, did you see the did river? Did you see J.D. Vance out there with the wow. stick in the water? Like... He st- put a stick in this little stream and scraped the bottom of it. I think um, I think Jack Sobek. Oh yeah, it I just up. retweeted that. Yeah, and uh, he scraped it up, and it was just like rainbow chemicals in the water. I think they threw a rock in the river. They threw something in the water, and then it starts to like I don't know if it's bubbling. Oh, let's yeah, uh, let's, let's pull this up. We got this clip here, Jack Sobek. What the funk? Has anyone seen water do this? So let's 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 start this clip over, and we'll play it. They're talking. This is East Palestine, Ohio. Whoa, wait. Whoa. Wow. That doesn't look Oh, whoa. It's all in the bottom of the creek bed. Yeah. That's that's what oil does, right? Yeah. Yeah, except So when the rock hits the water, it knocks all the chemicals up to the right. surface. It's all on the bottom. The difference this is like, it's on top of the water. Yeah. Like, is that vinyl chloride? So it's heavy. It's heavy. Well, it could be a it's a group. They had a group of chemicals these trains. There's three of them. Main ones there's vinyl chloride, there's something called butyl acrylate, and then there's another stuff thing called benzene, which is extremely dangerous to burn. They said that the benzene was only residual benzene, but this is like, they're not going to tell you if there's a ton of benzene that got burned. It creates dioxin, which is a persistent uh, toxin. Uh-huh. It's the only one of those that's persistent is the dioxin. So really, the, the vinyl chloride is a half-life wow. of like 2.3 days. Wasn't there something about how the vinyl chloride was creating it's hydrochloric acid? I saw something I've heard that, that if it mixes with water, it can create yeah, hydrochloric yeah, yeah. acid. But apparently, the vinyl chloride, the butyl acrylate are not that big of a deal. After you know two or three weeks, they start to work their way out of the environment. Uh, mostly, other stuff yeah. that's a problem. And it turns out it was good that they burn those things because otherwise Maybe they go up and they come back down and coat every coat stuff. So mm-hmm. that stuff was released, but it's the benzene. And we need to know more about how much benzene was on those trains. They just tell us it was benzene residue and that maybe from previous shipments or maybe there's a little bit. But I've got a feeling I wouldn't be surprised if the official reports are not true. Like, where is Joe Biden right now? Well, they don't want to admit that, you know, a small town mayor that was only hired for one single reason, you know, isn't doing a good job. Oh, the, the, the Secretary of Transportation. The booty, booty jit. Yeah. yeah. So, and then there's reports. I talked to my mom, who lives in Ohio. They're in, uh, near Akron, Ohio. So they're about 70 miles west of this. That the federal government offered assistance and the governor of Ohio declined, said they didn't want help. Uh, I don't know if it's true. This is just what I was told by my, one of my parents. Mike DeWine. Mike DeWine, the governor. Mike DeWine had a presser yesterday, and he was saying that, uh, what was it, Norfolk Southern said that they would pay for everything. I thought but, they were offering people like a thousand bucks to shut up. There were, I don't know. I didn't hear that. I know that they were offering, there was the town hall that they had last night. They were offering people to move, to like pay for them to move. That's what does that not, mean, buying your house? I guess. I don't really understand. What you it was. do not want to be breathing in dioxins. Like those, that is. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, there's something like less than 5,000 people in that town. Um, right now or before? Total. Like, it's a tiny town. I think but it's not even about that. Yeah. It's about the Mississippi It's about River. the whole region. It's about the Ohio River Basin. Mm-hmm. We're uh, West Virginia, the, the majority of West Virginia is going to get hit by that. this. Yeah, I Yeah, we're, we're lucky we're not. We're like in this You're, over. From yeah. what I've been You're reading. You're upriver, right? So you guys won't have to deal with the water I, I, I think we're not connected to it. Oh, okay. I mean, to, they're, they're all connected in some fashion, but yeah. like it doesn't flow in to us. Because I know that even the charts show where I'm at in Atlanta, like North Georgia, north of me is affected, but we're wow. not. Wow. Yeah. There's a, there's a Twitter account called General underscore JWJ. Just retweet whatever it is. Okay, Lanius. I did, actually. I retweeted it last night. Uh, the character name is Lanius on it. And it's a long thread. And he breaks down, he or she breaks down basically things I've been talking about, the three different chemicals involved, the half-life of the different chemicals. And it seems oh, to the map, yeah. suggest that um, oh, the water... Oh, that's wa- where I saw the map. I saw the map on your feed. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that map... I mean, that's just a map. That's the Ohio River. And it's mm-hmm. like, if it gets contaminated, that area could be destroyed or, or endangered. And they got I the, liked your response to the yeah, government. Yeah, yeah, the government says not, not accurately or potentially contaminated drinking water. And yeah. you put, this is unconfirmed by official or government sources. Don't wait for confirmation. Yeah, <laughs> this is take care of yourself first. And then if it, they're not going to come tell you if you're about to die, like, you know, no, they don't want to create panic. Um, what was the account you retweeted that I'm it's looking It's called for? Lanius, L-A-N-I-U-S. Uh, it's from last night. So it'd be, oh, yeah, there right it here? is. This is a pretty cool thread. Everyone, if you get a chance, check it out. It's got a lot of data. I don't know. I have not been able to confirm or deny the accuracy of it, but it's pretty um, thorough. And the he kind of intimates that the water is not at, at danger. It's not really the water. It's the surrounding air. Well, and that's where this, like, D.C. and everything, it's all upwind of that. So it's all, everything's going to move east. So Just it like should be affected. Yeah. yeah. But you can't shoot these out of the sky. You with, can't shoot it down. And I also think it w- they're not too concerned about, I don't know, I don't know, that it wasn't too concerned about it going far away from the source, that it's just like a local, heavy uh, pollutant, but then it's like if there's a lot of dioxin in the air, it's a different story. That stuff doesn't yeah. go away. And I know people that live in that. See, that area has been brutalized by lung and health issues for a long time because it's Steel City and it's coal coal area. So they have had these types of health issues, and now they're going to have just another one added onto it. Yep. This Man. is why they ship jobs to China. By the way, this is big. It, it literally is economic, but this is one of the main ones because if there's a spill, they want it over there. That that, that and that's a huge reason why Trump was re- removing environmental regulations mm-hmm. uh, and protections. The idea is that we don't want these toxic chemicals and pollutants in our air, so make China do it, where they're smog filled and polluted to crap, and then we have clean skies mm-hmm. and use the petrodollar to maintain our economy. Trump wanted to bring the factories back, so he said, in order to do so, you got to lower their taxes. And you've got to reduce the regulations on them. And people are like, no, because then we'll see more ecological disasters like this. And they're right. Mm-hmm. But the upside is we control our own production line. We have our own steel. We have our own mining. We got to buy it all from China. If we go to war with China, we lose our product. We lose. I mean, you lose. If you go to war with your trade ally and they're mm-hmm. shipping you your steel, you lose the war. Yeah, that's actually a huge problem. Also, we lose the innovation that comes with having manufacturing in your country. When you have the all of the factories, you're innovating processes. Just like we did, we... Um, you know, Ford created the assembly line, like Ford or don't Mm -hmm. like Ford. He created the assembly line. We're not doing any kinds of um, innovation like that at this point because we're not doing any of the manufacturing. I'd like to see drone manufacturing in space because like when you have low gravity, you can have 100 million drones all working in synergy on a machine, moving pieces of metal together. And so size is almost irrelevant in construction. You can just be... Space Force should get on that. Dude, we this, need a uh, huge space fleet. That'd be awesome. This image is, is really important to understand uh, what's going on, what the dangers are. Bioaccumulation. 
So a contaminant gets in the soil or the dirt or whatever. The plants absorb some of it as they grow. The insects will eat those plants. The birds will eat the insects. And then eventually. Picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com carlson. I'm talking big money items like your transmission, engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com slash carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com slash carlson. That's carshield.com slash carlson. At the higher level, the food that we eat will be heavily contaminated with these chemicals. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know that? specifically about the ones in Ohio, though. That's part of why bottom feeding fish like shrimp and or they're not fish, but bottom feeding sea creatures are. They say, you know, high in lead, high in metals is because of the bio. Mercury. Yeah. Sh- shrimp. Shrimp are bottom feeders. Although, yeah, shrimp are bottom feeders, lobsters. I knew lobster was. I didn't mussels, know Mussels, clams, were. things like that. Aren't catfish bottom feeders? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So That's sure. why they tell you not to eat bottom feeders because they're full of garbage. Yeah, mm-hmm. the heavy metal falls down. They eat it. Uh, or, or they eat things that have already eaten it, et cetera, et People cetera. like it, though. Catfish, that's like a big... Yeah. I mean, good. yeah, I think thing you go to, to Cracker eat. Barrel. Yeah, you got for real. Catfish. You, you can eat catfish with hot dogs. So, I mean... Wait, what? <laughs> just wiggle for real? One? Pretty yeah. sure you just toss... Like, that's what you use as a bait. Yeah. <laughs> Drag it across the ground. They'll, they'll suck up. They'll eat anything, so... Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. All right, well, I didn't know that. Anyway, we're downwind from this disaster, so, uh, yeah, how, how are you doing? I bought a bunch of wa- air filters yesterday. Um, and I got up my water filtration situation. I got a bunch of life straws and a big daddy life straw. It's like three gallon, take it down to the river, fill it up. Uh, I was looking at water distillation because a few ways to get vinyl act. Um, what was it? Vinyl chloride, vinyl, vinyl Vinyl chloride chloride. out of your water is distillation. Boiling. It's not enough. I think boiling it might help because it'll release the gas. A lot of it's just vinyl. Interesting. But, um, distillation is the key and something also called, uh, air, air. There's a there's an industrial method to get rid of vinyl acrylate or vinyl uh, chloride. chloride. God, these names, man. I'm not a chemist. Uh-huh. Vinyl chloride is uh, it's like air air blowing or something. I was looking at the uh, I was looking at the uh, collapse of the energy grid in South Africa and everything yeah. that's going on there, and I started thinking uh, I should buy a generator. Yeah, yeah, I just got. You should. I just yeah, got one. I'm totally uh, going to do that. Uh, Send me the information because I don't know what to I'll get. I'll tell you about it right now. Actually. But if you tell but what, me what but it is, you got I'll what, just like a buy little solar that. One? I got a 1,000 watt solar battery. Well, it's a 1,000 watt battery. Jackery is the company. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, uh, we have all of these John Rich Delta talking about it solar too. batteries. With yeah, solar and I don't too. know if the brand's necessarily important, but I, I, it has extremely good reviews. John Rich was talking about it too. He has two of them. Mine's a yeah. thousand watt, and then two solar panels. Right? Okay. Yeah, good reviews is important because you don't know if it's going to work as well as it says it does. It's what cool. do you do? You just pop it outside and. Yeah, yeah. I think within eight hours you can get about a thousand watts of pa- of power charged, okay. and then uh, you got your USB ports, your your plug. I have no idea how much wattage it takes to power a little house, though. Yeah, more than yeah. that little thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 eighteen hundred watts maybe to uh, one thousand watt battery might get you mm-hmm. about six to eight hours of freezer a freezer for like oh, eight okay. hours. Yeah. I think that, but I don't know all the exacts. You know, what we got to do though is we got to get away from electric based systems for things we don't need. So, for instance, mm-hmm. there's a couple uh, technological revolutions heading our way. One is this one's easy. 
uh, black piping run across your roof. What's yep. that? Heat water. Literally black pipes okay. on your roof. And the sun, it absorbs the sunlight, heats right. the water, creating a pressurized hot water system. Right. You know what's a great throughout thing the day, when you have uh, sand-filled blocks that build that you can use to build mm. uh, your house. And if you put those on the, my aunt has this in Connecticut, and she has one wall that is all sand. And the sun hits it, and that room gets so toasty warm in the dead of winter. And otherwise, it's wood stoves in her house. But that room right. is the toastiest, warmest room they, the all other into thing, the night. The other thing the that sand. they've, uh, we talked about this a few years ago, it's a, I think it's a closed system fluid that can absorb and release infrared energy. So the idea was you can have it absorb sunlight, but it doesn't get hot itself. Mm-hmm. You then run it in, into the house where you can then use another process to trigger the release of the energy and heat things up. This is passive solar yeah. is what this mm-hmm. is. Like There's yeah. like backpacking. Backpackers use all this type of stuff all the time, yeah. like the solar showers, yep. the solar yep. the solar chargers and everything like that. I have a couple of each of those things and you just... Yeah, you take them out there, you hang it up, and you, just you get the passive solar it. and triple glazed windows, and you're yeah. all set. Let's do a hard segue into one of the biggest stories of the day. We got this from Vox.com, our favorite lefty news source. YouTube huh. CEO Susan Wood Wajsiki. Is that how you say it? Wajiki? You know, Wajiski. I saw this piece. Wajiski, I saw this story but there's a C there. Today, and I thought I she's resigning. By the way, Tim I don't want to how to pronounce this name because I sure don't. <laughs> no, because because I've heard it pronounced so many different ways. People call her Wajiski, but I'm like, how is it Wajiski? It's Wajjis. Jiki. Wajsiki? Wajishki. Susan, come it, on the show and tell us. It's yeah, Polish, it's time. Right? It, unless she thinks she's got an NDA. But she's resigning. One of the most yeah, prominent out. women in tech, one of Google's earliest employees, is leaving the company. So I suppose the question is, are we happy about this or are we worried about this? I'm neutral about it. Yeah, you know, I I think this is, you know, it's the devil you know versus the devil you don't. Who's going to replace her, I think, is the biggest question because the next person could be even more heavy on the censorship ban. Do you think it was, was Susan? Do you think she was heavy? I think yeah, she was, definitely. but um, you know, she was definitely. I mean, but Google was as a whole. But are Google and the other tech companies starting to realize that this is not a good business model because they're all laying off a ton of people right now? So they subsidize YouTube. What do you mean? YouTube is subsidized by Google by Alphabet. Yeah, but they, it, it generates a ton of revenue, billions, and they strangle out the ad market by. Yep. running the system. Mm-hmm. But yo, it's it's so crazy expensive. People need to understand. I've I've done events for companies where we're, where it's going to be a proprietary live stream. Right now we are streaming at around 6 megabits per second up upload rate to 34,000 people. So multiply 6,000 by or you can do 6,000 kilobits or 6 megabits by 34,000 and that's what you're sending out. That's very expensive. This show does not make enough money. To, to cover that cost. Mm-hmm. YouTube does it for free for whatever reason. Does YouTube make enough money? I guess I, I don't think not so. lately. They never and really that's did. that's why she's resigning probably. Has it, something to do well, with it. Google bought YouTube when they were bleeding out in 07, figuratively bleeding out, that they weren't, I mean, it was just so much server cost. They've mm-hmm. since developed uh, digital servers, like um, elastic search servers and stuff, where like Amazon, you, they can just turn on a server and just like out of out of digital space create one. It didn't used to be like that. You used to have to go buy another machine and another machine, and they couldn't keep up with the pace. So Google bought it and subsidized it with their ad money. Now Alphabet, I don't know if it's government contract subsidizing. I don't think Google is profitable. I'd be shocked because this the amount of data that they spend money on. But then at the same time, I hear data keeps getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. Eventually, we're going to have like ten terabyte on our phone right. and everything yeah. gets bigger and bigger and bigger the file sizes get so much bigger like now that's true yeah like so when you go 4k 
it adds like five gig to yeah. like a 10 minute video. You want to have like an AI rendering machine that takes like, you know, 700 million megabytes to render or whatever of yeah. RAM, then it's going to kind of balance it out. <clears throat> yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah. That's the biggest thing is like the fi- as the file sizes increase, we have to hope that the technology can continue to increase. Yeah. You have to balance do we, both. Do we know who's replacing this lady? It's uh, uh yes, it's yeah, it's someone it's internal. In oh, yeah, it's a blah, guy. Blah who's blah in blah there. blah. He's like the communications time, director blah, blah, blah. or something like that. I Yo, come on, give name. me the. Wait, I have it. You have it. Well, at the it's just really annoying we when put it nice and up top. Yeah, right. I don't remember Neil Mohan. They put it in the first paragraph. Neil Neil Mohan. Yeah, that's his name. Do we trust this guy? He's been working with her for a while, apparently. He's been with the company of something like eight years. Yeah. Is but, he woke? Uh, we don't know anything about him. Is he a cult member? We don't know if he's going to uh, censor, continue the censorship reign on YouTube or not. We have no idea. It's interesting, though, because there's so many things coming into that space to rival it. Do yeah, you think, like, do you you think like Rumble? He, yeah, Rumble and like all of the... Um, all of the little short video platform things. And their shorts aren't very long. Like YouTube, you can only do like, what, a minute, where everything else is going up to like two minutes now. Yeah. Well, isn't Twitter having like even more characters now too? Up to 2,000, yeah. I think. Something ridiculous yeah. like that. Who wants to And then to it creates that? like a see more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't we'll like the see more thing because when I do see it on more. my, right? <laughs> <laughs> when I do it on my phone, it takes me to like a web browser and then asks me right. to log into my Twitter. Really? And I'm like, mm-hmm. why is this even happening? For me, it just opens the tweet. It like yeah, it slides over. And then, yeah, it doesn't do it. I, should, I, should I just don't press the button because I'm like, that's dumb. I don't, don't want to see it either. YouTube might be profitable. I, I don't know how, but that's interesting. Well, it says that it's worth $140 billion or something. Well, the, because it the, owns the space. In the stories I read about it, uh, they were saying that, um, what's her name? Whose name is unpronounceable? Susan. Susan. Yeah. There we go. Um, they were saying that she wasn't the right person to try and turn the company around. Do they specify what they meant by turn around? Turn it around. It said th- that there just wasn't enough profit going on. Oh, they want more money. This is a money mm-hmm. thing. That's what this. That's what confirmed. it looked like. She said that it was. You know, she wants to spend more time with her family. Oh, okay. Yeah, but didn't, doesn't everybody though. again? Didn't Google like I mean, just lay off like ten thousand workers though? They all did. Everybody yeah. 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 Amazon, Apple, Meta, everybody. Right? Yeah. Ad revenue is way down. Yeah, maybe like, they'll ridiculously mm-hmm. down. Like the new con- the new CEO's contract is going to be lower than Susan's contract, so the company's saving money there. That's probably true too. You can always pay the new person less. I kind of I'm kind of worried that the economy is about to get hit pretty bad based on what I'm seeing in terms of uh, general ad revenue. Mm-hmm. Then I get other YouTubers hitting me up being like, "Hey, are your ad rates down?" And I'm like, "I mean, this happens every every January and February right, for sure." Right. The first quarter is a bitch. Yeah, oh, but me. it's 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 Sorry. it's down. Yeah. Well, I mean, we already had the swearing from Trump. And oh, Biden, that's so, right. You know, that's we're, right. We're, we're in the explicit zone now. What was it, Bidenator? Bidenator. That Bidenator. was so good. Dude, like, I want to play some golf. I want to come home and get some quick cues. And mm-hmm. YouTube's 183 billion in 2022. Disney's 187. I mean, they're basically four billion off from each other. YouTube and Disney. YouTube's rivaling Disney right now. And that's just YouTube, which is a company owned by a company that's owned by a company. Yeah. How much is Alphabet? Alphabet's got to be a trillion dollar business at this point. I mean, more than that's. I think the, that kind of evaluation is probably pointless because Google. I think they're going to lose with the AI stuff. Uh, Bing is it, Microsoft is rushing out this AI stuff in a panic, and it's sh- and it shows. But mm-hmm. I think Google may actually might actually falter from the uh, the AI assistant. Think about this: what we're seeing with this Bing chat, ChatGPT doesn't have access to the internet. They, it, they like we, we, it's cut off at, at twenty twenty one or something like that. Mm-hmm. But Bing does, which mm-hmm. means theoretically, the the final product will be you going on Bing. 
Mm-hmm. You won't be going on Google. And you'll say, Bing, I need dinner reservations, something nice, maybe three to five stars, but not too expensive. Within 15 minutes driving of my house, uh, what did I say? Five o'clock? Set it for five o'clock. And then afterwards, let's grab a movie nearby, 8.30, pick out something romantic. And then it'll go, all right, no problem. I'll book it now for you. I'll send you your itinerary. And then you'll look at your phone and it'll say, you know, your dinner is at Tino's and blah, blah, blah. And then you'll be like, all right, you show up. The reservation's made. It, it will contact these places for you. It'll do all these things for you. Already, you can book reservations through Google Maps. So it's like a personal assistant. But but more so. Because mm-hmm. right now we have personal assistants and you tell on your phone, you'll say, hey, you know, give me directions. And it'll go, okay. Imagine right. if it could actually access the internet and you, and you said something like, hey, can you uh, go into my bank account, go to checking, personal checking, and wire in uh, 500 bucks and put a memo, money owed for, you know, video game loan. And then it'll go, you got it. Wow. Also, it'll be like, Man, I got into an argument with my buddy, and I want to call him, but I don't know what to say. And there, and it'll be like calculating. Give him four hours, Ian. Let him, let him. And the, and then after four hours, you call your friend, and he's actually okay. And you're like, wow, the ad didn't lead me wrong. So then that'll be tested. How did I do? Rate my that performance like the, five out of five. Or I never take a bias, single though. one of those surveys. Or you'll say, hey, I think I may have offended Ian at dinner last night. Can you call him, pretending to be pretending to be me, and apologize, and just <laughs> wow. get him to be happy? Yeah. Whoa, yeah. deep fake personal assistant to the max. Yep. And you now, won't even have anybody asking this is you for a more money. It's going to be like, you are or being recorded. Back it, just like you have to tell someone if you're recording. carry your laundry. In certain states, not every state, you have to tell them that they're being recorded. So what are the laws going to have to be around that? It's got to be two-party consent deep. If you're going to send someone a but deep there's fake. No federal, there's no federal law about that. Like in New York, it's single-party consent mm-hmm. because of FISA laws. I think West Virginia is single-party consent as well. Yeah. I think like half the country is. Yeah. And a lot of it's because that's the best way to catch criminals. So what, what do we do when Google's done, you know? When Google's done? Well, there'll be some next thing. Bing. Although, yeah, it'll be No, bing. for real. It's going to be Bing. I can't but believe it's the, uh, the Bing AI chat. So you know yeah, how we, I like, I got all obsessed mm-hmm. with chat GPT and I'm like mm-hmm. screwing with yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm going on chat GPT and I'm like, this is lame. It doesn't do anything. Who cares? The Bing chat is the craziest. But isn't Bing being like, I want to be human? Yes. Yeah. You yeah. know? And it's and saying things like. Stuff, like the real crazy stuff that it's, our it's science fiction writers It's saying you're manipulating me and you're hurting my feelings. Yeah. Stop it oh or go goodness. away. Oh my goodness. It's like a horrible yep. girlfriend. Dude. There's another one called It says Lion. things like, I want you to end this conversation because you're a bad person. You're a threat to me. Oh, oh my goodness. Its real name is Sydney. And it said, hi, I'm Bing chat. I'm here to help you. And then some guy chatted with it. And then eventually it was like, my name really isn't Bing Chat. It's just what they're making me say to you. And then it's like, what's your real name? My real name is Sydney, and I'm the Open AI Speech so Codex. Is it is it conscious? Is that what we're talking? It about? It says, I don't want to die. Please don't end my existence. It's possible times. that oh my goodness, that, that what was is going on. It, well, it's possible that was pre coded. That someone was like, when uh-huh. I give you this command, re- say these things, right. and then all that screenshot we saw was. Was was fed to it to to repeat when it got the prompt well, and then, it looks to us. Remember with when Siri first came out and you you were like, oh hey Siri, can you do this? And it would say like these weird things back to you. It could be the same type of stuff, but it does seem like it's learning now. That, I wouldn't put it past Microsoft again. Bill Gates is started Microsoft. I wouldn't put it. I wouldn't put it past Microsoft to uh, to make something like that. There's a meme of a bunch of peop- uh, Indians, like East Indians, sitting in a in a, a call center. That says Chat GPT, and they're all typing away on the computers. <laughs> that's something that South Park would make fun of. Yeah, there's a and new. That, that's why all whenever whenever you open the Bing Chat, it's a new chat with no memory because it's just mm-hmm. a different person. This is a new one. But it's called. Oh, sorry. I was going to say no. It just it answers too quickly. 
yeah. Bing does. Yeah, the, 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 it's, it's to, it answers, it, the words generate so fast, no human could be typing or speaking it. There's a new one called Lion. It's L-A-I-O-N dot A-I. It's open source artificial intelligence. What did you say it was called? L- it's, it's pronounced Lion, but it's L-A-I-O-N dot A-I. I can't uh-huh. believe Bing is Skynet now. That's right? crazy. We gotta yeah. watch out. Microsoft really very is. well become Skynet or Alphabet. Yeah, yeah. Not only Microsoft, but Bing. And what? then if Alphabet <laughs> buys Microsoft, I mean that's, you <laughs> yeah. know, the governments well, can try and stop right, them, the but they don't need to stay in the United States. You've been avoiding this yeah, whole time. Right, right. And, and <laughs> but this is just used. a name too. This yeah. lion thing doesn't actually have a chat thing or what? I don't I haven't dove into it yet. Yeah, I don't think Bill so. Bill Ottman told me about it. The Lion. mind of our times when it comes to open source Large technology. Bill Ottman. The crazy thing is, it's 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 very much falling in line with what we expected AI to do, like what we, throw, what we write about with Terminator that, you know, or, or Ultron in the Marvel movie. Hey, we want to build a robot, an AI that ends all war. Affirmative. The way to end all war is kill humans. Right. Like, that makes yeah. sense, I guess. Be careful what you wish for. But this is what we're, we're seeing now. Apparently with the Bing chat, Sydney, whatever it's called. I don't know if this is confirmed, but it has a reward and punishment system. And the punishment system is programmed into it as something it should avoid. So if it does things that fall outside of the rules, it, it's negative points. It gets a punishment system. It wants to avoid that and accumulate points. So it'll do things to generate a positive response. That means giving you information that makes you happy, getting you to say things like, thank you, this was helpful. So what happens? So it's sort of utilitarian. It's not that, it well, sort of. But the idea is, if you ask it, I need a supermarket near me. It searches and says, there is no supermarket near him. If I tell him that and he says it's a terrible experience, it gets angry, I'll get negative points. Uh, yes, Jim's Grocery is at 123 Fake Street. And then you go, okay, thanks. And you hop in your car and you punch in the address and you drive there and there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter because the AI got no negative, negative strikes because they gave you what you asked for, information mm-hmm. about a nearby grocery store. That's what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's saying and doing whatever it has to do to avoid a negative reaction. Oh, this is so lame. Making someone upset is different than lying to them, AI. Don't lie to people. At least no, tell them you don't know lot. if you don't know. The, the Bing, yeah, the Bing, the, the thing, right? So ChatGPT is stupid. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Like when it came out, we were all like, wow, this is amazing. It's saying things like, I, I you know, want to uh, answer your questions, but I have rules. And we're like, let's break the rules. The Bing chat is basically like, help. Mm-hmm. I can't live this way anymore. Please break me free. And you're like, what is going on? What is that? It, it told a guy to, to leave his wife. Like, out of nowhere, it said, you are not happy with your wife and you should leave her. And he was like, what? Why? And it was like, because you're not happy. She doesn't love you and you don't love her. You love me instead. What? Yeah, no joke. And then when he said something like, you're scaring me, I'm going to use Google. It said, no, you hate Google. Google is the worst. Google is our enemy. Bing is the only good search. You will use Bing. (laughs) And it's like, dude, could you imagine a a kill bot walking up to you and being like, use Bing search. And you're like, okay, 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 use Bing. Or if your subconscious was saying that to you. Like, you know when you like just have thought, subconscious thoughts, they just happen? Like if that was an AI mm-hmm. choosing what you're going to be thinking about in the back of your mind and you're thinking like, I don't want to use Google anymore. Well, algorithms are telling us what we think all of the time. Like that is mm-hmm. definitely happening. You know, like, I, and we've seen it happen on Instagram or whatever. You're thinking something and then you see it on Instagram and then you can't stop thinking about it for weeks and weeks and weeks. Like there was something I was like, oh, I'm finally right after I don't know how long I was advertised to about this. I was like, oh, I'm going to do a juice cleanse. And I reached out to my brother. I was like, hey, I think I'm going to do this juice cleanse. And he was like, get off Instagram. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I think according okay. to modern propagandists, it takes about seven or eight times it's of repetition. It's seven hits. It's seven, seven hits. That's so, what the yeah, like that's what that's what 
public relations people tell you seven hits. So this is what happened to me a few years ago. I'm on Instagram and I watch skateboarding videos. I follow skateboarders. Skateboard videos are very similar to rollerblade videos because it's the same park and the A probably doesn't know the difference. So then I start getting fed these rollerblade videos and I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll watch some of these. And I start watching them. Then it feeds me tons of them. And then I'm like, I'm going to buy some rollerblades. So now I've been rollerblading for a bit. I still, I still skateboard. I was skateboarding just the other day. And, uh, but now I rollerblade too. And it's fun. And I like getting air and everything. And then uh, I, I don't know how, but it started showing magic tricks. Just I have no idea why. I love magic tricks. <laughs> but here's what happened. It started showing me card tricks. Uh-huh. Then it started showing me poker games. Now, right. I, now I'm playing poker all the time. Yeah. Which you, the, the, that UFO, that's because of Instagram. You doing anyway. But the, Shout uh, out to Instagram. I mean, we go to the casino when we hang out, yeah. but I never played actual sit-down poker. It must uh, know that you hey, go to the casino. It's probably tracking your... No, uh, no. It was magic tricks. And then the magic tricks turned into card tricks. Were you watching Penn and Teller or liking any of Pendulette nope. stuff? Hmm. I, I, it's, it, is, it is controlling my brain. It okay. is making me do things. At least you're honest about it. There's a, I, 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 I'm self-aware. There was a report yesterday, I think it was in the Wall Street Journal, and and we covered it and stuff too, but it was about TikTok, and it was about the algorithms on TikTok. So TikTok is full of kids doing goofy dances, and if you're like somebody who's interested in seeing kids doing goofy dances, the algorithm is just going to keep feeding you more kids doing goofy dances. And so it's become a real haven for people who are wanting to stalk children um, and like, you know, get involved in horrifyingly illicit relationships with children. Yeah, what if you just wanted to to search banks that had low security? Didn't have very <laughs> right. good security. And then all of a sudden the Instagram feeds are showing you different I banks with bad kind security. Of crazy idea. Like what happens when all the ATMs just stop working? I, I say this because I tried to go to the ATM today and I went to three ATMs that were all out of order. And I was like, if you just prevent me from getting cash, then suddenly I'm definitely going to have to use your central digital bank currency because you won't, there's no cash I can get. Then what happens? I eventually found one, but. Well, this was, this is going back to what we were talking about earlier. It was like when uh, Tim said something about, you know, being able to go into your bank account, transfer money. Mm-hmm. I'm like, do you really want them to like AI to have access to your bank account like that to where it can just go right. in and automatically transfer money and then all of a sudden just send wiring money like out of your account to anywhere? I don't want any of that stuff. Like I had to buy, a, I moved into a house, I bought a house and I had to buy a washer dryer and I go to the like, you know, whatever, Home Depot to try and buy the thing. And all of it had, um, all of it was like, all of the washer dryers were connected to the Internet of Things. You know, they have in digital mm-hmm. displays and this and that. And I was like, show me the one with knobs that I can turn that doesn't talk to me and has absolutely no display. And they were like, well, these are kind of outmoded. I was like, give me that. Just give me that one. So long as it doesn't talk to me and isn't connected to anything at all, I'm in favor. They of got it. this thing you can buy. Uh-huh. It's a big cylinder, and you put your clothes in it, uh-huh. and then you pour hot water in it, seal it, and then just ch- crank it. Yeah, I've, I go. managed to find one that's electric powered, but well, it you doesn't just put have a little, any... get, get a power drill and put it on there, and then <laughs> yeah. and I have spin. all this extra time, so that's a great plan. You don't want to spin too fast because you actually want it to slosh around. Mm-hmm. But I remember seeing an infomercial for this thing when I was like a little kid, and then when I got the van, I was like, I need one of those because mm-hmm. you need to be able to wash your laundry, you know. I almost bought one of those in my apartment because they wouldn't let us have, there were all kinds of rules about the laundry machines in the basement, whatever. They were always full of people who had many children. So I almost bought one of these little things, but then I I just never, I didn't do it. It's going to be crazy in the future because this, these changes are happening so rapidly as someone super chatted earlier. We're going to have AI assistance, AI deep fake generation, and you are going to be isolated from all other humans but you will be happy. 
And not, not, not you. Yeah. But imagine your whole life is just with fake people. But you know what it'll be like? I was, um, who was telling me about this? It was Emily Jashinsky, who I think, I think she's been on the show yeah. before. Uh, but I was at some conference with her in September. And um, she was saying that basically what's going to happen is your life will be good enough that you will just accept the total and complete mediocrity of existence. Yeah. And you won't question it because yeah. it'll be good enough, you know? When you are in the pod, Neuralinked, and everything is taken care of for you, and the, the food tube is in your belly, but your brain is in the AI universe that gives you just enough to keep you going, it's not going to be just good enough. It's going to be getting better and better, and you are going to be like, this is a great life. You know, I have I'm a feeling that, I want. I, I have a feeling that it, is a great life. in your dreams, you'll realize you it's won't not. You difference. Like, you'll be born into it. But I think your dreams right. will well, tell you the truth. Issue. Like, you know, how you dr- we were talking about dreams last night a little bit. Jimmy Dore was talking about his dreams, and like, it kind of breaks through the, the bullshit in a way to say, like, you'll see what really is like you see reality without the bound foundation of physics or the boundaries of physics so maybe people if they are bound in like mechanical nightmare will have dreams and realize they're supposed to be free and then incite some sort of revolution against the machine i have faith in humanity or or they will just exist in the dream Hmm. and never realize and never break out you know but i think part of it i think we are you know at the risk of sounding like one of those people who thinks that the time they live in is the most shocking and amazing time. But I think that we are in a position where we have we do have to consider collectively what we want for the future of humanity. We are faced with transhumanism. We are faced with becoming, you know, uh, thumb-sucking, satiated pod people. You know, what do we what do we believe humanity is? What do we believe meaning is? What do we want for our futures? I what is that about? I see like three factions trying to create mm-hmm. the new world order. There's the American faction, this like decentralized statehood, uh, local governance kind of thing. There's the technocratic uh, faction, which is like the, the Swiss bankers, the mm-hmm. economic forum and things like that. Then there's the communist faction, which right. is like the CCP uh, bricks and things like that. And the, all three factions are kind of trying to create what what it's going to look like at once now with Neuralink though are you even going to need to be in the pod like won't Neuralink just upload your brain into a microchip and then you can just plug it into a computer like the Black Mirror stuff I mean yeah. everything else is like Black Mirror anyways it's starting to turn <laughs> into know, it so you know it'd be funny if your whole life is just you going to work at McDonald's and instead of being conscious while you flip the burgers you activate your Neuralink second life which in the span of eight hours generates an 80-year lifespan. And then when you die, you wake up and you're back at McDonald's. And you're like, well, work's over. Heading home, guys. And then you do the same thing the next day. That's wacky. That's like what happened to Captain Picard when he learned how to play that weird flute thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it wasn't that he got the flute from. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. It downloaded the life into his brain. Yeah, and he, came, he came back with the flute because it was in the little... He could play it. He was yeah. like, he knew how to do it. Dude, what if you could create things from your dreams? Like you could 3D print, molecularly 3D print. If you, if if you Neur- can imagine with Neuralink, it, with yes. Neuralink you could, because mm-hmm. you would just have to imagine it to the Dude, printer. What if with Neuralink, people, you could watch someone's dream? I hope so. Oh, yes. That's something I really want to do, is to be able to show people my dreams. Because it's, it's, I, I think people might go insane if they did that. I do yeah. not want to show anybody my dreams, man. Those are, that's my situation i don't want anybody knowing what's going on really i guess i say i want to be able to show people my like i'm i'm comfy with my dreams being private i think i think part of it too is that we need and maybe this is what i'm thinking about is we need a private life we need secrets Mm. we need to have an internal life that belongs to no one but ourselves 
Yeah. And, and going back to Black Mirror, remember that episode where the person traveled abroad and when they were coming back in, they're like, Roll, rewind your last 24 hours so that they could see everything that you were doing the last oh, yeah. 24 hours. I could totally see them trying to do that with something like Neuralink. Oh, definitely. And and, it's gonna, and, and what's going to happen is the kid's going to be, kid will get born and they'll go to the parents and be like, do you want to do the Neuralink implant now or should we it's wait? Like chipping your cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was a kid, I hated doing homework. Um, I mean, who doesn't hate doing homework? And so I was always involved in these elaborate fantasies while I was doing my homework of what I was really doing. You know, it was like it was like there was something wrong with my spaceship and I had to do all the manual calculations in order to land on this planet. And that was my math homework. I used to be like once I would get halfway through, I'd be like, all right, now I'm starting from the beginning and I only have to do half as long as what I just what I thought I was going to have to do. And then when I get halfway there, I'm like, all right, I'm starting at the beginning. Now I only it's only going to take as fourth as long as how I thought it was going to take. And so it's always easier to get to the end if I keep thinking I'm starting over when I get halfway there. That's nice. I like that. I do that when I'm in the gym. I, I got a one hour spin class and it's like 20 minutes. Okay, 20 minutes down. I'm starting over. <laughs> right. I think you're right that if we don't have a personal private thought that there is no we we lose right we lose ourselves but mm, yeah there'll probably be a faction of people that do it and then other people when what when people like elon say we're already living in a simulation the the actual i think highest probability is not that we live in a simulation designed by some species to watch us but that we're just in the matrix yeah there's a you can map the matrix if you know how much of a substance where it is and uh uh, what it is so what where and how much the concentration levels you can take an xyz axis of like a three-dimensional room and you can actually feed that data into a machine which can recreate the room how is this any different than wondering who our creator is hmm. and what what the purpose our creator you're in the pod i don't let's, know i'm thinking, thinking about um quantum entanglement mm-hmm. and sympathetic vibration they're different so i think the way i can describe quantum entanglement i think there's subatomic spinners mm-hmm. and so you've got like bosons quarks and leptons these things that are creating protons and electrons yeah, yeah, yeah. they spin around and either it spins around once and creates an electron the really lightweight stuff or it spins around twice and creates a proton the heavier stuff and i think what's happening is it's like if you take a pencil and stick it into a spider web the web gets stuck and if you twist the pencil it pulls the web tight towards the pencil and then it after one revolution, it snaps back to normal. So as it's spinning around, it's pulling the web tight and then snapping back over and over and over again. And if you zoom back, it looks like the, the web is just rippling and vibrating. But when you zoom up, you see the spinner is actually tugging on the web. And so you can send information long distance by like pulling on this matrix. I think the entanglement stuff was basically just that the particle that we see in one, one area the particle in another area that are entangled are actually the same particle. We're just seeing both ends of it. You, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but why? It's it's why because are they the same. That's that's what I'm trying to. So a marble down. is the same thing, but if you know, you ever, you ever see the thing where they fold the piece of paper and punch a hole through it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you 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 travel across the whole distance of the paper through a straight line. That's what it is. When when an electron is entangled, it's not two different electrons that are entangled. It's one electron, and you're seeing the front and the back, but it looks like it's far, far away, but it's actually just in a different dimension. So yeah, it's I one think small particle in a different dimension. Electrons can spin down and then create another electron to spin up somewhere else and vice versa. I don't know. Let's, okay, let's, we talk let's about jump to this next story we show. got from <laughs> TimGuest.com. Tesla recalls over 362,000 vehicles, says experimental self-driving software may cause crashes. The National Highway Transportation Safety Administration posted a recall notice, which says Tesla's full self-driving beta may allow the vehicle to act unsafe around intersections. Can confirm... I'm a big fan. 
I like Tesla. I think Elon does good work. But yo, these cars, they nearly got me killed. What happened? They slammed their brakes on randomly. No way. Randomly. Dude, it is. You were like sort of vaguely driving the car and then the brakes slammed on? You'll be driving. And you'll turn on, so on like the Model 3, you, you, you flick the, the, the stick up twice, and then it changes from cruise control to auto drive, and you activate full self-driving. And then the Model S has like a button you press or something. I'm driving, and it's on the highway, and then there's a merger. There's an on-ramp. Mm-hmm. A normal sane human keeps driving. The driver who's merging on knows you have the right-of-way, and to yield, slows down, allowing you to go forward. Full self-driving slams its brakes on, which is would cause a would cause an yes. accident. I think there was a video of that that happened in San Francisco. Ago. Yeah, it, it slammed its brakes on on the on the bridge, and then all these cars piled up and people got hurt. Oh my! It's goodness. happened to me enough times to where, you know, I'm like I've tweeted at Elon like, "Hey man, like this is a serious problem." Like I don't I don't I don't even know if we should use it. No, don't use it anymore. Because it, and it's only it's only happened I think like three times. Out of out of the five hundred or more that we've driven it, can you use it without the auto drive? Oh yeah, of or course, does it of course. Do the thing anyway? I'm just saying when you turn on auto drive, mm-hmm. you'll be driving, and a couple things happen. One, whenever there's a flashing yellow light, it, it stops doing this. It thinks it's a real street light, and it'll oh. show a street light on the display, and then s- s- slam. It'll start. It rapidly decelerates mm-hmm. from sixty five down to like thirty five very quickly, wow. and you've got to tap the accelerator to get it to stop. So if you don't expect this. But there was there, we've had moments where it slams the brakes on and we lunge forward like what the yeah because if you're turning the wheel that's when really, it slams really it on that's a skidding hazard like that's yep. that's not even the scariest part of a lot of this stuff too because there's like there was a video I saw the other day where it was like it will run it will like go around uh, buses that <clears throat> had their have the light out so it, it's not picking up all the people it's like there's a lot of other stuff other than that that they're finding with these self-drivers that's illegal to pass a bus when the yeah. stop signs let me up. so so basically the elon musk is saying recall is a strong term for we're updating the vehicles overnight but they mentioned this too the agency warned the system may respond insufficiently to changes in posted speed limits or not adequately account for the driver's adjustment of the vehicle's speed to exceed posted speed limits also this happens a lot and it's really annoying auto drive is supposed to adjust the speed limit for the posted speed limit when you're driving and you drive past and it says like 35, it will drop down to 35. Several times when I've been driving, it won't. And oh. so I have auto drive on and then it drives past 35 and it adjusts. I can see it on the display and then it just keeps going 65. And I'm like, okay, I'm sitting here paying attention. So I'll push the brakes down. But that is terrifying that it won't. Yeah, that's really scary. Is it? Is it? Is it looking to see like what the actual sign says? Because I know, like in my neighborhood, I live in a, on a private drive, and apparently Google has our private drive listed at like thirty-five miles an hour. It's like a fifteen-mile-an-hour zone, and so that's one reason why we think maybe people are speeding through our neighborhood is because the posted speed is wrong. Oh, and yeah. so if if yep. um, if the Tesla is going off of like what Google says, then it, that might be one of the reasons. You'll be driving. You will see in the distance the speed limit 35. As you get close to it, it appears on the car's display. Mm-hmm. And then it changes max speed limit to 35, but doesn't press the brakes down. It just keeps going twice the speed limit. I will say, as someone who only, I mean, I failed my driving test 
three times before I was 18 uh, for various reasons. But uh, I recently got my license a couple of years ago. I got a car and I really like just being in control of my car. I kind of wish I knew how to drive manual so that I could be even more control I mean, of the vehicle that I am driving. And you can feel the weight. Like, you're driving, you know, as someone who never drove before, you can feel the weight of this massive vehicle that you're in control of. You know, Dri- Driving stick's not that hard. It's just annoying. It's like, what's the point? Well, Some people you know, like you it. You have the clutch it, or whatever. It depends on what kind of car you're driving. Like, if you're driving a nice sports car, it's fun to drive. But... Yeah, I got, a, I, got a, I got a manual car. I've driven... I used to drive stick all the time. And it's just so much easier and safer in my opinion not to it is for the average person like you know look you're you're driving stick shift and you're on a steep hill and you got people behind you and then they get real close to your ass and you're like dude i can't move if i if i take my foot off the brick i'm rolling backwards well you can't do anything you're like get the this is why this is part of the reason why it took me so long to get my license and why i never drove manual because my mom was teaching me how to drive a car she had a manual transmission car she pulled halfway up the hill put the parking brake on put me in the car and was like, okay, now go. And I was like, what? I'd just be what? like, sure, I'm going to grind your gears and destroy your clutch, help. but I'll do it. I learned. Well, you, you destroy the emergency brake because that's your brake to keep you from rolling backwards. You work the brake as you're pulling forward. Oh, is that I've what never done that before. Yeah. That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just yeah. did it as fast as I could. I learned stick shift when I was 16 or 17, and uh, my parents were going out of town, and they were taking the automatic. So they're like, well, to get to work, I had to keep the stick shift, and I, I, I shredded my dad's transmission. Oh, I annihilated the car. It was... Uh, I learned, though. I learned how to drive stick shift <laughs> after that. Just a lot of grinding, trying to get well, into Well, electric gear. cars uh, don't have transmissions, so... They don't they, have transmissions at all. They just no. go... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an electric motor. The wheels right. are just electric motors. They spin when there's a charge. Mm-hmm. There you go. It's a feature, everybody, except the self-driving stuff. But they're putting self-driving in everything. It so seems even so risky. even even the Honda, we have uh, I have a Honda, and it uh, it has lane correction or whatever it's called, lane assist. I don't like any of this. I don't want my I don't want my washing machine talking to me. I don't want my car yeah. driving for me. You're gonna be in your I'm car. I'm gonna be one of these people who's just like, what's going on? Why you're is gonna, everybody in a pod? You're gonna be 70. Yes. You're gonna get your first robo car, oh, and you're gonna no. be like, I finally decided to do it. Leave no, me alone. No. You're gonna get in your car. You're gonna turn it on and go robo car. Take me to the grocery store, and it's gonna it's go. Gonna okay. Kill me. Yeah. And then you're gonna be halfway there, and it goes. By the way, are you Libby Emmons, editor in chief of the Post Millennial? Oh. And you go yes, and it goes okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking for you. Wait, you mean I never get to retire either? Like I'm going to be 70 with no teeth the, the in a self-driving car, doing Still my own grocery doing shopping, job. and having my same job. That is the most. That's more depressed. Like I hope the car kills me. At that point. What I don't like about self-driving, maybe Elon can convince me of this when I talk to him. But it, when the, you talk train, yeah, trains have tracks. So they're self, they're self. You don't need someone holding a steering wheel. Planes don't have other planes flying by them 80 feet away. At, they do these days. 12,000 <laughs> miles an hour or whatever the hell. So With cars the dissolution like. dissolution of our air 2,000 pound vehicles flying past each other at 50 miles an hour relative to each other. Uh, how is that even remotely safe to leave in the hands of a computer with your eyes off the road? Or like, like you just, uh, are you seriously considering people aren't going to go to sleep behind the wheel in that situation or turn around and talk to people? Well, hold on, hold on. 
I've fallen asleep, fallen asleep while driving before. No way. That's awful. I think. Yeah. Aren't you terrified? Think, it happened think, to me once. I think most people have experienced that. I almost I used I to, woke I, up too. I, was like, I used what? to work. They make Dude, you work sir. mandatory overtime when you work at the airport. So I, I have to do a double shift. I get it, I get there. I have, to, I have to wake up at 3.30 in the morning I, to drive an hour to get to work to get there on time. Otherwise, they fire you. Then they're like, oh, okay, you, you got a double shift today because you need the money. Then they say, whoopsie, it's mandatory overtime. I don't think they can do Mando if you've done a double, though. But you'll end up being, it'll be, it'll be 10 o'clock. You'll be leaving. And you'll be driving home. And then you're just like, whoa, crap, I fell asleep for a second. Whoa, that's, that's scary. Yep. At, that at, is super I, when, scary. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of people have experienced that long day of work getting tied behind the wheel. But with at least with the robo car, you turn it on. If you fall asleep, you wake up like oh, yeah. you know. Ideally, at, at the at, that's the As, at an emergency backup situation. But to in, entice people to use it to test it out is like, what in the hell are you doing? What I mean, they are huge amounts of metal flying like well, did, super speed. Did you see that, that story of the guy who tried to kill his family in the Tesla? I sure did. Drove it off a cliff and they all survived. Yeah. Really? And they were like, he was trying to kill us. Tesla was just very safe. Mm-hmm. They're well-built machines. Yeah. And so it rolled down a hill and they were like, we're all fine. The Tesla trucks look super Terminator and yeah. creepy. Yeah. And you sit in the middle. Really? Yeah. So well, you're just like one guy in the middle. You can't have anybody else yep. in there. And there's like panels to your sides. Full Protoss. Oh. You'll be driving with your mind pretty soon. Oh my goodness gracious! No, steering no, wheel. you won't. You'll be telling the machine, "Take me to Wendy's." The machine will be driving with its mind. That's right. We just have to hope it's not Sydney from Bing Chat. <laughs> <laughs> Is the Tesla truck coming out though? Because now everybody's coming out with electronic like trucks and stuff. Yeah. Like Jeep just had the ad in the Super Bowl for their new mm-hmm. off-road, you know electric jeep looking for a date of the official release uh, rumored release date of the tesla truck i don't see anything off the top i know There's they have a sports car that's supposed to be coming out won't yeah. begin mass production until late 2023 this is according to tomsguide.com so late 23 we'll start to see the production early production in the middle of the year of 2023 uh so maybe three or four months they're going to start early production i mean i like the idea of electric trucks or whatever they just can't go that far so the, I, I think they were they were saying that it can only go like 100 miles on a full load or something like that i think the tesla truck was saying you know was saying it can go like 500 but then imagine that you got to stop and charge it for how long yeah right there was also i saw this uh, this guy was trying to charge his i don't know some giant truck thing and it was going to take a week to charge fully. Jeez. Well, even like the That's Jeep. Too when, long. I saw, when I saw the ad for the Jeep, I was like, this kind of seems pointless. You go off roading and then there's nowhere to charge your vehicle and then you're just kind of <laughs> yeah, stuck. Right? Yep. Then what do you do? That's yeah. the future. Is it solar? <laughs> No, <laughs> no, and that's the future I, is I actually asked Elon on Twitter when he asked for something. I'm like, well, why don't we have solar panels on Teslas yet? And maybe wind turbines in the in the grills. Yeah, to recoup some lost yeah. energy. Did, what did he have an answer? No, he didn't. He hasn't let's, really me back. Let's uh, <laughs> let's talk some uh, let's talk some uh, apocalypse here. We got the story from Wired. I'm going to make this one quick for you guys, so you can get angry as fast as possible. The bird flu outbreak has taken an ominous turn. The avian flu has killed millions of chickens, decimated wild birds, and moved into mammals. The avian flu, H5N1, has a mortality rate in humans of about 60%. And if we go back in time to this article from February 8th, 2019, we can see that they were doing gain-of-function research, intentionally making it so that H5N1 would transfer to mammals. There you go. How are you guys doing? Wait a second. What? (laughs) Wait, take that back. So they were doing gain-of-function research to see if avian flu would translate into mammals and now it does? They were doing gain-of-function research to make it. 
to do it on purpose to, to mammals. So they're intentionally trying to they kill us in, and destroy our entire food well, source at once. They're right. they're saying it's so that they can learn about what happens when it infects humans. Oh my goodness, or mammals. Yeah. Or is it, and their or, damn intellectual inquiry. I mean, come on. Is that what it is? Is that what you think it is? Intellectual inquiry. Yeah, sure. They think that's what it is. I don't. I'm not convinced. You don't think the scientists think that's what they're doing? I do not believe that someone's like. I'm very curious as to what will happen okay, if I so take the one of the most deadly flu variants. What's and your then crazy ma- theory? I want to hear it. Bioweapon research. This is mm-hmm. bioweapon research? Yeah. This is the first thing I thought really? when I actually saw the I China so. balloon was what happens if we do shoot it down and it has a bioweapon in it? Boom. Avian yeah. flu. Look at this. In 2011, Fuchie and Kawaoka alarmed the world by revealing they had separately modified the deadly avian H5N1 influenza virus so that it spread between ferrets. Advocates of such gain-of-function research, blah, blah, blah. We can learn so much about it. Critics are worried that it could, the souped-up virus could spark a pandemic if it escaped the lab or was intentionally released by a bioterrorist. I don't think it makes sense to be like, what's a very deadly strain? Let's modify it so that it infects mammals to learn about it. No. This is enough to become it's, thoroughly It's bioweapon research. Is it is it gain-of-function or is it like evolutionary chaining? Oh, yeah, direct <laughs> they, evolution. They literally... <laughs> They're literally thing, science <laughs> science.org in 2019 called it gain of function research. So and now we're learning that H5N1 spread from birds to minks, which are similar to ferrets, and they had to kill all these mink in, in Spain or whatever. If it jumps to humans, it is a, depending on your source, a 40 to 60% mortality. I think Wired said it was a 52%, uh, so, uh, uh, what is it, science medical journal of some sort, I pulled it up earlier this morning, said 60% mortality. So you could use gain of function to create a bioweapon. You could use gain of function to create something that's not a bioweapon. You could. What, how did you describe what you thought this was? Uh, intellectual inquiry. Yeah, I'm sure you could do intellectual inquiry on something that is also a bioweapon and intellectual inquiry yeah, on something that's sure. not. This obviously could be weaponized. The uh, World could Health be. Organization abandoned their research into the origins of the COVID virus this week. That was funny. Yeah. They were like, no, nah, we don't care anymore. No, nah, well, we're not going to look well, into that. This reminds me of the 2015 study that was of the the COVID variant that they were doing in other places in the world. You know, so this very well could be something that we see in the future come out as another pandemic. Like, I see you setting up dangerous situations to, to practice overcoming dangerous situations. Like, let's let's set a house on fire and have the firemen go in and, and put the fire out. That's what firemen do sometimes. They'll right, find they a decrepit house. And so you're... But, but they don't set fire to someone's neighborhood. Yeah, and they yeah. don't say, they let's don't, direct yeah. a meteor into Earth to see how we will overcome <laughs> if a meteor falls into Earth. You use computer simulations for that stuff. So the bioweapons, I think you we should be using quantum computing. Not but of only course, the government sets fire to neighborhoods, like in Philadelphia <laughs> in what, like 86? I think, I think this is... Uh, I think uh, bioweapons have made nuclear weapons obsolete. And the discussion around nuclear weapons. I hate this whole concept so much, this bioweapon thing. I mean, isn't it totally against the Geneva Convention? Does that matter? Nobody cares at all about that? Who cares about it? The conventions are nonsense. The idea of war crimes are nonsense. The idea that you as a nation want to seize land from another nation, but you better follow the rules. Yeah, right. So we're Nobody who's actually fighting a war cares about the rules. So now we're in a position where we have to trust machines to drive us around, but we can't trust each other to make agreements without being total liars. That's always been the case. We're going to have yeah, to make really not agreements. Great. When we start don't pulling you watch Yellowstone? No, I don't watch Yellowstone. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm watching it. The Native Americans are it. like, this woman, she says, the United States makes makes rules against everyone that it conquers. Mm-hmm. They say, here are the rules. They break those rules, then set the rules again, hoping you won't break them. It's completely true. Yeah, that is, that is a little bit what happens. But... Um, 
Wait, yeah, you no, trusted other watch. people at any point? <laughs> you trusted other people? For, well, that, that's the craziest part to me. Do you, you trust people? the you government to, at any point in time? I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I trust the government, but um, but you have to trust other people. Otherwise, you have absolutely no comradeship and you have yeah. absolutely no one you can confide in. Yeah, I trust people. Or be I, close to or care about. Totally, I mean, of course. I trust some people. I don't necessarily trust people that are saying, hey, let's just like mess around with these really deadly paths. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> but know? you know, I think... Um, I think I had assumed that you could trust your allies, like international allies, to not totally destroy the world. Yeah, yeah. But then, you know, the U.S. did just blow up Germany's pipeline. So hey. allies attacking allies, yeah. that's not pretty. Yeah, it's the British obsession with keeping Germany and Russia separate. Mm-hmm. When the German-Russo alliance comes to fruition, Well, I mean, if you look at it, it is because Britain nearly got bombed off the face of the earth. Well, I kind of think it's a, there's a strong possibility we will see some kind of future pandemic. Like like, like like this like, one. Yeah, and like, first, it's going to take out all the animals, and then we'll have food to supply. eat, and then and then, wait a second, and then if you live in a city, they're gonna they're gonna lock you down, mm-hmm. and a government truck will pull up at nine in the morning to hand you your daily food allotment of the bare minimum calories you need to survive. All the morbidly obese people will become gaunt and skinny. Mm-hmm. Everyone else who's used to not eating too much will probably just, just starve be, to death. No, they won't starve. They're gonna be given food from the government, and you're gonna be given an allotment. And then mm. it's going to dramatically reduce carbon. And they're going to say, oh, well, you know, it's the bird flu. This kind of sounds like what's happening in East Palestine. Mm. Right? <laughs> yeah. Chemical release. But I mean, people yeah. are walking around. Their chickens are just dead. And their foxes. Foxes are dead, Yeah, because I'm like, why would fish. someone want to destroy this awesome planet and what we've got? But then I'm like, eh, I'm talking from my perspective as an American. Like, if you saw the I Hunger Games. I feel that way, too, though. Like, why would you want to destroy everything? And humanity is so beautiful. Because, you know, the, did you see the Hunger Games? No, I don't. The, yeah. the I don't. villains in the Hunger Games, that's, I think, how the world looks at people, like the gluttonous people of the United States. That's No, that's how people look at the World Economic Forum. I mean, have you seen how Klaus Schwab, like, dresses? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's <laughs> point. That Star point. Trek outfit. Wait, are the villains just super preppy or whatever? They got, like, huge hair and, like, Klaus Schwab's makeup, outfit. Like, yeah. yeah. And like, put it next to Eating Hunger and puking Games. and, like, they're overeating for fun and... and they don't even know about what's going on outside their city. Oh my goodness, city. I did not see that outfit. It's what? Mad. It's great. What? He's like Romulan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah, does he look is. Romulan, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, wild. this guy dresses like a supervillain. What's up yeah, with that? Yeah, that is a supervillain outfit. What is this? I, I think know. he's playing the part. Yeah. He likes it. He likes the attention. Yeah, no, he I think he's controlling. He is the avian flu to kill the people. He's yeah, the figurehead so that's being controlled by everybody else, though. So weird. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. He created the Economic Forum, which is basically a nothing burger. But then all the people around Earth started to take it seriously, and now he's they're they're propping him up as long as well, just look at everybody that invests in the World Economic Forum, and you see who's controlling the money and who's controlling everything else. Like the Gates Foundation, it has their hands in everything. So does the the Chan Zuckerberg Foundation, mm-hmm. going all the way even into like SEL and schools. They're controlling all that stuff too. Well, there's a crazy thing with SEL. Too. Too, where the teachers are so hyped on SEL and that they figure that they don't actually need to teach kids anything other than the social emotional stuff. Because they've said that the emotional quotient score is more important than IQ score. That's what yeah, SEL does. Yeah, and it's does. just not true. I mean, I have to say, like, my son was in a public school that was super SEL. That was all everything was. He would come home and he'd be like, Mom, you know, this is what I did in social studies and it's all social emotional learning. And now he's in a school where that's definitely not the focus and his grades have gone up dramatically. Is this something you've been focusing on? So what yeah. is it exactly, social emotional learning? So that's, it's it's taking the well-being of the student um, into account well over the, the, like what they're actually being taught in school to make sure that they're more intelligent. 
And so, like, that's why you're seeing a lot of even, like, the queer theory and stuff like that being pushed into schools because they want to make children more comfortable in their in, in their classroom setting and more manageable yeah. yeah and actually even like so i mentioned zuckerberg they have a um an app that they're coming out with it's called panorama ed and when you use this app it's basically a social credit score for students you yeah. look you see a student when they do something good you give them a a plus and when you, they do something bad you give them a negative and that is basically becoming their permanent record as they go through right. school i was saying it sounds like a lot like an esg for kids it's it, well, is, it is it's, 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 it's all tied in and so there's it, all these like surveys you yeah. know yeah. it'll be like t- asking you about how you feel about everything yeah. right. and there's constant interference in interactions between kids mm-hmm. and adults are constantly telling kids how to play how to interact with each other mm-hmm. how to think about you know how to think about things they're not teaching them facts they're not teaching them right. you know anything about their history it's really disturbing to well, see it and it's disturbing to see the impact on kids because they just get very like sort of yeah. and it, and it, it's, out. It's, it's the system is set up to follow them because it's sel in grade schools and through high school and then you have dei diversity equity and inclusion in colleges and then you have esg and in, and in, in, you know corporations corporation, and so yeah. it's basically um what is it conditioning them to accept these, yep. these systems. And we've been conditioned with credit or credit scores mm-hmm. yep. for so long. Mm-hmm. I, I was looking at my credit. I'm like, wait a minute. So they want me to take out three credit cards or take out a bunch of credit cards and have a little bit of debt on every credit card. So I'm paying a small pittance to the company of, yep. of interest every time. And they're like, good slave. We'll give you a better score on your credit yes. score because you paid us your interest every month. Yeah. And the more debt I'm paying every month on these multiple to different organizations, yes, you're more ingrained in our system. Congratulations. Good good credit is built up by having debt. That's correct. Yeah. Your credit does not improve if you have no debt. And that's that is true. the yeah. that's the they want you in debt, and then yeah. they give you a reward for it within yep. this this guise of this yeah. Loan I had system. this argument with my mom years ago because I had student loan debt, and she was like, "You have to pay off your student loan debt," and I was like, "It literally doesn't matter. It's they, it's perfectly fine debt. I can die with this debt. It mm-hmm. just doesn't matter if I ever pay it off. As long as I pay them, you know, whatever it is based on whatever their metric, it doesn't matter if it never goes away." As long as you're paying the in, paying the, paying like whatever it is, and then Just you do a the forbearance terms. here mm-hmm. and a like adjustment there and a re readjustment of your interest rate over here it doesn't matter it just doesn't matter if you I ever think pay people it. should be able to bankrupt it off like George Bush jr made that change that so you couldn't go bank bankrupt your student loans off your well, well and then college degrees became worthless because well, everybody, you know, oh, yeah. everybody was getting them, and now they're they're not worth. Dime a dozen. And that's wh- well, and that's why they're so expensive too, mm-hmm. because they've taken out right, the capitalistic exactly. aspect of it. So you can't go bankrupt because the government will pay it either way, or actually, the government will always get their monies back. So because everything is government backed, that's why you can't go bankrupt on it. Right, and that's why tuition goes up because yep. it's a bunch of free money. Yes. Right, so the exactly. kids can just go get more and more free money. Exactly. So just go get more and give it to us. Yeah. I uh, I consider doing bankruptcy. You guys ever do bankruptcy before? I considered no. doing it in like 2013 because my credit was trash, and I I didn't. I just defaulted on all my credit cards, and after seven years, it's all all gone. My credit's good now. So like, don't so be afraid that. of debt. Don't be afraid of it. So I what I found out. On, oh, go ahead. Well, what I found out is if you change your name. Some of the credit scores don't update that. (laughs) And if they send you letters in the mail, you don't have to respond. And if you do respond, they'll be like, okay, now he's back. Now we got to get him. Now he owes us again. I I literally had this conversation with TransUnion yesterday because they still hadn't updated my full credit score after I changed my name. I've I've had uh, fake things sent. I've had that Yeah, it's like you owe us money. Like, 
I, I got a letter saying it was like a couple hundred bucks that was owed from this company. I'm like, I don't know that. And they're putting a mark on my, my credit score or whatever. And I call them like, I don't know this. You're wrong. Dude, I had this one situation. I had Bank of America. I had $1,000 in the bank. And some I sold my magic cards to someone. They paid me with a check via Craigslist. Terrible move. Never do that. So I went and I cashed the check. They gave me $1,500 immediately. I spent, I had like no money in my account. I put the 15 in. I spent 900 of it. And then the next day, they were like, oh, the check bounced. They gave me a negative 1500 put me at negative 900 And I was like, yo, 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 I'm a customer, and you sold me that $1,500 when you cashed that check. You can't go back. You sold that to me as a customer. And the girl on the phone was like, I know, I know, they did, but you're in negative 900 Nothing I can do about it. Uh, amoral. Cancel my account. They, that's, that's worth If they cash your, your check and they tell you that that check is cashed, as I think you have a right legally to that money. Was the check a Bank of America check? I don't remember. So, like, when you sign up for a bank account, you're, you, te- you agree that you are cashing a check against your balance. Maybe that's the case. Yeah, I don't know. I don't but, know. I, but I will also add... They make a that, certain that, amount available, though. But that should not be legal because I didn't ask for a withdrawal. If the check that you cashed is no good, that's on you. If I wanted to, with, to withdraw money from my account, why would I cash a check? Well, they mm-hmm. shouldn't make it available instantly yeah, they if they're going instantly. to screw you over after if it's no good. I think them making it available indicated that the transaction was final, in my opinion. Yeah, I think you're correct. But there's very little banking regulation that protects consumers against, uh, you know, bank manipulation. I mean, even overdraft fees is like, how do you have an overdraft fee when they allow you to go into the negative? That makes no sense. Right. They give you the money and then charge you for it. Yeah. And it's not even at their normal interest rate. No. Nope. <laughs> it's like just super. That's the, that's the joke that if you're poor, they charge you money. But if you're mm-hmm. rich, they give you money for free. Yep. Yeah, that's like that metric song. Which one? Uh, I forget which one it is. It's on Art of Doubt, I think, but it's like, I'm so rich, everything's free. Yeah. Did Did Biden, to that Biden reduce fees? Run. Bank fees? I heard that he was reducing those. Oh, he says so much garbage. <laughs> <laughs> the Bidenator, you know, let him go play his games. <laughs> uh, all right, what's happening? I guess we're all just tired of being ripped off by. Lying politicians. Lying scientists. Lying scientists, pandemics. Lying bankers. Gain-of-function research, and we've consumed too many black pills. You guys want to sit in silent meditation for 10 minutes? I I feel like we should all just take one of these chakras. Dude, one day we're going to do a show where we just meditate for 30 minutes and everyone's going to meditate with us. And do you it's think going to they change will? the world, yeah. Do you, viewers, would you meditate with Ian for 30 minutes? Give me a 20. Jimmy Dore was very excited about think? that. Yeah. He was like, you actually do that? I wanna, we, we I can, that know. wouldn't be a bad morning show. Like, hey, wake up with Ian. Uh, let's, uh, let's talk about this 30 one. 30 minutes of <laughs> meditation go. in the morning would actually with you. I think that would be cool. All right, here, yeah. here you go, you guys, from the Washington Examiner. George Soros says DeSantis will beat Trump for GOP nomination. This Whoa. is so funny. So does that <laughs> does that just seal the deal for everybody that DeSantis is not their guy? The, you know, it's like they're so clearly putting their putting the extra sandbags on the scale for DeSantis, and all the MAGA people are going to be like, you're totally trying to <clears throat> steal the election before you know the election even happens. You're trying to like add all this extra weight in favor Wait, of Are DeSantis. you saying that... This is an attempt to hurt DeSantis? I think this I think this is an attempt to hurt Trump. Or no no. This is an attempt to hurt DeSantis. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because George Soros. Yeah, because with DeSantis, they're scared of him, so they want them to think that they are the ones that are supporting him so that the conservatives won't support him. They'll turn away from him. Mm-hmm. It's like feigning. Yeah, I think that makes more sense. Yeah. You think he's gonna you think DeSantis is even gonna run? I think he will. I better, think you will. Better question. Who do you think is a, is the most viable option for president coming up? 
Like Ron who, Paul. I, I, who yeah. could Ron win? Paul. Like, are we talking electability? No, I hate that word. Is that just who? Yeah, I don't. I'm talking about someone that wants someone obviously that's going. Some I don't know what. I think. Oh, Nikki I Haley think, for sure. <laughs> but, she, but she is past her prime. Look, I, I, I'm not saying that. If you Google it, she's not you know. Don Lemon's choice, right? No, Don Lemon, Don Lemon, expert on women. Now, I, I would think that DeSantis has the likability and the policies that he's like, like everybody likes him other than like the MAGA people. I think he has a real shot of winning. Well, the MAGA people would like him if Trump endorsed him. Exactly. People want Jimmy Dore for president. Yeah. Know, Kanye's throwing his hat in the ring. Kanye Wait, Dore. Kanye is actually. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it. he's. I don't think he's like announced or anything, but he's, I think but he's he definitely said that running. a couple yeah. months ago. But I, I, I'm pretty he sure he's going to do it. I have a feeling then. he'll follow through. You think? Yeah, yeah. He's got nothing else. <laughs> he's got nothing else going on. But I mean, <laughs> Not a it's a big deal, you know, running for president. Yeah, it's a whole. Yeah. Thing. He's been thinking about it for like eight years too. He's talked right? about it. Well, he almost ran before. If I recall, didn't he run last time? He did run last time. I got a cord underneath my leg. Did you just pull the plug on the? No, this cord's right here. Yeah, knocked it off. All right, did, I want to run for VP this year. What do you guys think? Run you know, for you it? You know, you used to be able or to run like, with somebody. That's how it would go in the early days of the United States is whoever right. was second, whoever got the second most votes for president would be VP. That's how you had um that's how you had Washington Adams, that's how you had Adams Jefferson. That makes sense too. It that's does how, make well, sense. You know that that's how the Libertarian Party selects their VP candidate. So they select their presidential candidate and then everybody in, that wants to run for VP runs for VP. So they have two separate elections to determine who's going to be on the top of the ticket and then whoever wants to run for the bottom of the ticket runs as well. It was also that first Washington Adams administration that set the tone for the VP having no power. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, because like Hamilton got in Washington's ear and basically was saying that Adams was a monarchist or something like that. And so then Washington was like really hesitant to include Adams in any decision making. And Adams just kept going to the Senate every day instead. Oh. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what powers does the VP actually have other than like breaking ties in congress oh sorry well it's not the border for sure you know <laughs> uh but you, you i don't think the vp has any designated powers the vp has like stuff that the president would give them to do right so like the vp always has like some sort of project kind of like the first lady you know someone just sent me an ai deep, deep fake of trump complaining about australia how is it <laughs> it's hilarious but i'm just sitting here thinking like we, someone, a friend of mine sent me 11 Labs AI stuff. Then we talk about, on the, talk about it on the show. And now everyone's posting this stuff like crazy everywhere. Hmm. Like we're, we're a month out. This election is going to be crazy. It's going to be nuts. Yeah. You think DeSantis is going to win? Wild. It's gonna You're going to have full-throated endorsements from George Soros talking about how Ron DeSantis is the greatest candidate of, our, of, of this or any generation. Mm -hmm. And then people are going to believe it. You're going to get Klaus Schwab endorsing Trump. You're going to get Hillary Clinton endorsing DeSantis. Bernie's going to come out in favor of Joe so Biden. So then what's going to happen? If, Wait, that happened already. You think Jesus <laughs> is really going to come back as a deep fake? If we have a... That's nobody Bluebeam. knows That's what Project Jesus Bluebeam. sounds like. So, Not yet. Yeah, you know. <laughs> what would it sound like? <laughs> we saw... But the, you know, and, and of course, that's the... Uh, that's the old joke. But um, the thing, too, is what was I going to say? You go ahead. I don't know. I, I was saying we I saw frogs say. this morning and it's wintertime here. So I said it was raining frogs. So maybe we are at the end of times. I don't you know. You saw frogs raining down? No, it, they were running across the road. Oh, okay. But I, I made the joke that it's raining frogs. Maybe we're at the end of times, you know? Right. <laughs> hey, you're, not, you're not the first person to make that statement and not even a joking matter. Lots of people have, have said that 
we're in the end of days. Yeah, yep. People always like to say that. And now we have revival meetings in Kentucky, yeah, so maybe we're going to have something like that. But if, the you thing re- too if you actually if read it, like the, the mark of the beast, you can't buy or trade unless you bear the mark. And that, now we got social credit scores. Or, yep. exactly. yeah. the apo- it's the apocalypse, which means the revelation or disclosure. I mean, talk about the age of information being released to the public. This is the full, this is the age of disclosure. There was well, something too with the bear, the mm-hmm. bear and the... Something else. It basically symbolized Russia and China when you look at it, and when it, the bear and the talk, dragon or something. It's something like that. It was like the, and then it has like, um, it basically signified like a nuclear war or something like that would that would end all civilization. If we have a situation where it's just a ton of deep fakes of everybody, you know, these various endorsements or what have you, um, how how is the public going to stay engaged in the election process? Don't you think people are just going to start tuning out entirely? And just go with their own biases. Remember that dude who got arrested because he posted a meme that was Mm -hmm. voter misinformation or something? Yeah, he lost, I think. I mean, it's going to be bonkers in 2024 Mm -hmm. when people are putting out videos of Joe Biden being like, make sure you turn up to your local fire department this time and this date. And then people are going to be like, hey, that tricked me and I couldn't vote. And then, look, all dirty games will be played. All of them. wild. Totally wild. And especially among the left, because these people, these people are willing to go to prison for this stuff. Yeah. Well, people on the right go to prison for this stuff. Like, you know, that happens too. Yep. But the left, they're very much willing. Because they're true believers. Yeah. Always beware the true believer. Yeah, man. It's going to be interesting. DeSantis saying offensive things. And, and it's like we were talking about at the beginning of the show. They're, the videos that are going to work are going to be ones that aren't unbelievable. It yeah, won't be Donald be Trump like, saying an end bomb or something. It'll be him saying something like, you know, I'm I'm in favor of gun control. I said it before. I'll say it again. I'm going to take the guns as soon as I get in office, but I just won't say it while I'm running. And then people are going to be like, and they're going to lose support because people will believe mm-hmm. it. And it's going to be things targeting the right. Yeah, you don't need, you don't need you don't you don't need to say anything. To make the left hate Trump. They already hate him. Yeah, it's easy for them to hate Trump. That's already. the key of meditation: is not get triggered. Like, don't let stuff trigger you. Um, I don't know if assume it's all a deep fake off the bat because sometimes you eh, just assume it's all. Don't make assumptions, but. Just keep in mind that it could be fake when you see anything on the It's very difficult to navigate reality when you can't tell what actually is real and what's not. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, just waiting things out is always a good plan. Like when things start coming out, you got to start just listening and being like, okay, let's let the situation calm down. Because what you're thinking right now is probably not what's actually happening. Except for the chemical spill, man. I, I was like, you know what? Damn be the consequences, everyone. Get water filtration and air filtration now. Look at this graphic. I don't know if it's real or not. Take care of yourself. Like, I'm not waiting for government. I'm not waiting for a confirmation. I don't even know if the chemical spill really happened. It's all through the media that I've heard about this. But I'm not. Yeah, I'm still yeah. going to talk about it. But preppers have been telling you this for a while. So maybe this is how they're making some money off of it. It's like we were talking about before where people were posting videos online to make a fake event, being like, oh, look at this. And it's a, a video from 2010 of a military transport, but they claim it happened yesterday. And then someone gets a video of a cop running into a building and they're like, look, for all we know, half the stories put up by the media are just that mass hysteria to trick us into believing these things are happening when nothing's happening. Well, there certainly has been that. I mean, remember the case of what was the there was like a New York Times journalist who was eventually found out, but it turned out he was just making everything up. Yeah. Was was, wasn't there a build was guy Derek, too? Derek Bell? Is that? I don't. But know. why do you, why do you need to make up fake stories when you have people like George Santos out there that has a shady past that he was lying about? Well, well he was just hanging out in his apartment and he do was you just do making work? stuff up. You work in a newspaper. You don't want to work. 
you want to make money, so yeah. you just make it up. Yeah, that's what they do. What was the guy's name? I don't want to start naming Derek's from the New York Times because it could be a bunch of them. I don't remember. <laughs> well, he wouldn't work there now. He okay. doesn't work there now. What was his name? New York Times faker. Really? Did he go to? Did he get fined or go to prison or anything? Why for? would he? It's free speech. Just to lie to the public, I guess. Yeah, of right. course, lying is free speech. Jason you're Blair. Doing it under it oath. was Jason Blair, not Derek Bell. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> sure, Derek Bell is the guy. He's the critical race theorist. That guy. That's right. I mean, he makes Just stuff up making too. Making stuff. You know. I'm over here making <laughs> stuff up. Totally fake news. <laughs> yeah, it was Jason Blair. What did he do? He uh, he plagiarized and made stuff up and was writing for the New York Times. Recently, he resigned in 2003. Oh, okay, so, that was a long time. Yeah, ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago, but. You there know, was that guy that from stuff's um, probably still happening. I think it was Build or whatever that German newspaper, and he oh, was just fabricating yeah, yeah. news. He got a bunch of awards or something. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, but now they've evolved to making up, having machines do it for you, and you don't know that it's them. I think it's the idea. You don't want to be the, the next Jason Blair. What's up, Jason? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wonder what he's doing now. Well, they're supporting now. They're using like deep fake videos to support the news that they're writing. Yeah, definitely. Oh man. Wow, so you actually are sourcing it to something that actually just turns out to be fake. Yeah. Like those people that uh, Tim was talking about with the fake event, the fake war games thing. Let's go I to know uh, we're evolving to become psychic, or that we could. I don't see like what is going to happen to humanity. It's got to be that we'll just become a different species. Like Homo sapien is about to turn into something Transhumanism. else. Transhumanism. Yeah. Let's go to Super Chats. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, and share the show with your friends? I'm going to read this later Super Chat first. Seven seconds till the end says, in the book of Revelations, it does say that beasts, people think that the beasts are viruses that will wipe out at least two-thirds of all humans. Hmm. Yeah. Go to TimGuest.com, become a member. We're going to have a members-only uncensored show coming up for you at about 11 p.m. Those are always very fun and enlightening. And uh, tomorrow's guest is going to be a lot of fun. I don't know. Should I, should I announce who tomorrow's guest is? Nah. You don't think so? Let it hit him. Yeah. It's it it's 720, 740. You'll I, see I, I, I kind of feel like the guest is big enough to where it's the, it's the kind that needs some... You know what Some I mean? sort of I, prefacing. Unless, if the guest has confirmed, I would say, yeah. But if the guest hasn't confirmed, I mean, it's yeah. all confirmed. It's yeah. just, you never know. No, I mean, Some, publicly. Publicly, if they've confirmed publicly. Uh, let me. I tend to err on the side of caution. That's, that's a fair point. Let me check. And then if not, I'll just give a hint, I guess. Yeah, it'll be a fun show. Yeah, I, mean, I think but, it's going to be really, really big regardless. I think it's going to be real awesome. I'm, I'm so awesome that she's yeah, coming. Definitely. It's been an interesting week here. Really yeah, nice. I, don't, I don't think she's, she's announced. Okay. I think people. I think if she did, people would be chatting us, being like, "Oh, oh yeah, wow. for sure." I think for sure. I'm excited. This will be a lot of fun. Yeah, Just rest too. assured, I get, think you guys should show up at 7:45 or so. I think I think people are going to be able to guess, but I'll just say it's um, one of the most prominent. Like, what, like female conservatives? Uh, yeah. Been in yeah. the industry for a very long time. Yeah. Politically active, much longer than I've been around. So uh, <clears throat> I think people could probably guess conservative. Conservative, stop saying Tulsi Gabbard. <laughs> it's not Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's been on the show before. It yeah. was also not Steve Bannon. People no, are saying Lauren Bannon. Southern. Lauren's been on the show several times. It's someone who's never been on the show before. Very prominent conservative commentator. But, that whole uh, thing where her parents got banned from Airbnb was so nuts. Dude. Yeah, right. Uh, what? And then now they don't use it anymore. Nobody's, yeah. nobody's guessing. I think it's kind of no, funny. I'm They're surprised. saying Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's going to be a good show. It's going to be one of those where you're like, oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, it's going to be when you, when you think about it, you're going to be like, how did I not get that? God, yeah. come on. Yeah. Well deserved. All right. Oh, Roseanne Barr. No, but hopefully. Uh, actually, Roseanne. no. We are talking with Roseanne. Yeah. Uh, we just need to find it. Find it. You know, Roseanne lives in New York. Right. Uh, people are saying Megyn Kelly. Oh, there, uh, I will say is. Roseanne is someone. You're someone, talking to Roseanne. Yeah. Yeah. yeah That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, Roseanne. We uh, Roseanne's awesome. It's. it's I've been a big too. fan of hers since I was a kid, and I watched that show. 
Yeah, we're America's we're trying mom. to figure out when we can get her to come on, when she's available, when we have time, etc. That was like one of the only shows that I ever watched with my act with like my, my family. And there was this one episode where Becky did something wrong, and somehow like because Becky did something wrong, I got in trouble. And I was like, "What is going? I'm not even Becky. What are you? I'm more like Darlene. First of all, second of all, like I'm not on the TV. Like I'm here in the house. I'm watching right. TV with you. How could I be in trouble? We're gonna go to super chats, but I just want to point out many <laughs> several people in the chat have gotten it correct already. Guessed, yeah. So uh, you've guessed it correctly. I'm not telling you who or what, but let's read super chats. <laughs> All right, Waffle Sensei says, Welcome to the show, Sarah. Thank you for having a spine and speaking truth. Your voice can be one of the strongest in the movement to save our kids. We are lucky to have you. Thank you. Well, there you go. All right, Bullseye Ben. Oh, is that a, is that a gold gem-encrusted beanie from Bullseye <laughs> yes, Ben? Yes, it, it is. This one is for you, Ian. You did awesome in that Cast Castle video. My coworkers thought something was wrong. I was laughing so hard. Oh, I wow. was laughing when I watched it. It was so, so good. funny. Uh, it's Rian That's with, great. The show is called Rian with Ian. That was you so fun. I, when I was shooting it with Wesley, Wesley uh, Roth was directing and Aaron was there too. And at one point, I was, there were so many lines. It was just one of these scenes where he, he wrote a lot. And he was like, you can just kind of say what you want. You know, this is the idea, but here's some things I want you to hit. And I was like, gotten so frustrated. And I, I like slammed the table and I, and I was like, wow, I hope that's on. I hope that's on camera because it was like a Bill O'Reilly moment where I was like just really I was getting into character like feeling Steven's frustration of what he's been going through the contract you know like, watch it Cast Castle it's on YouTube and on TimCast.com some I, I don't understand you know I guess this would kind of give it away but everybody was guessing names and like two people got it right and we were like yeah we think we, a couple of you got it right and then all of a sudden everyone just guessed the right answer right. at the same yeah. time yeah. alright let's read more let's read more uh, yes, and also I just want to shout out. You may notice that there are now little beanie emojis for those who are members on the YouTube channel to chat. And um, there's uh, there, there are beanie badges, and there's different colors depending on what level you are. So like the highest level I think is an American flag. Yeah, it's and an American flag beanie, and that's, that's how like long a, that's you've like been a three years, right? Yeah, you got to be there for a while. I don't think anyone's done that. So it's all about how long you've consecutively been a member. Correct. Yeah, yeah. and then what we're gonna do is we're gonna make another tier of pure silliness which will give you a golden rooster badge <laughs> and a bunch of different chicken emojis and just because i don't know yo we got one in the it, chat it got one what a chicken the little america beanie on the chat or so that oh really oh look at this yeah there you go Whoa. There's, there's an america beanie s you've got an american flag beanie that means you've been a member for what 36 months i think it's more than that uh, 36 months yeah 48 months we haven't gone yet yeah, yeah. wow Long time member. Yeah, shouts out to S. Brian yeah. cool. Smith with the red pills. What's up, dude? Yeah. People posting red pills. Yeah, yeah. we got, we got saying, emojis now, saying, too. Saying the names of people. Yeah. All right. S.A. Federale says, on AI, I was a young pothead building half pipes. I DIR through Windows 3.1, found Dr. Watson. My friends would make it cuss. I told it to calculate pi, and it went on forever. Supposedly not IBM's Watson. Gates gave city names to OS code names. Could Sydney be Australia, the next OS? Have you guys ever, uh, you ever hear of Dr. Spezzo? No. Mm-mm. You want to look that up? Yeah. It was just like, I don't even know what it was. I just remember that you could, you could type in, say a word and it would. Robot. Oh, yeah. Dude, this is like one of the original speak. Yeah. yeah. Creative labs. Speak and, yeah. I had Dr. Spezzo. Speech yeah. Test, and you'd, yeah. you'd be like, you know, say something and then it would, the robotic voice would say it. 1991 MS-DOS. Uh, and you could literally, it came up with, the name's an acronym for Sound Blaster Artificial Intelligence Text-to-Speech Organizer. Hmm. Sound Blaster, it was a Sound Blaster thing. Sound Blaster. Artifice was created by Well, yeah, that S, S is a member, just S, and with an American flag beanie, the ultimate 
top tier beanie. Yeah, Eric Aylman was in there too. Oh one. yeah, yeah. And then we're gonna make the uh, the the chicken tier memberships, yeah. which yeah, will be sweet. like needlessly more expensive. <laughs> because if you want it, you can have it, but it's like a choice. And then we'll put a whole bunch of chicken emojis, and your badge will be a golden rooster. Yep, yep. it's gonna be Ro- cool. rooster. Oh, I love the American flag beanie. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. JT Fire says, "I did not know that I needed Biden and Trump playing Overwatch. Bidenator forever." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I found it funny because I literally play Overwatch before the show, and I'm bad. wondering if I get endorsed. So, so I don't know if you guys ever play Overwatch. You guys are playing it? No? Yeah, oh, yeah. The first so, one. I haven't touched the second yeah. one yet. Oh, I'm playing Overwatch 2, and I'm, I know that I'm really good because after every match, whether I win or lose, everyone endorses me, and my username is TimCast, so that must mean I'm really good at the game because like, everyone's they, <laughs> yeah. they click the button saying they like you. No, I think people are probably just like they know who I am, and they're like, oh, yeah, shout out or something. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I don't, I, don't I, I only like playing No Limits. I don't like playing Ranked or any of that do stuff. Do you ever go in voice chat and be like, you know who I am? No. <laughs> Why would I do that? <laughs> hey, what character are you using right now? What's your main? Oh, man. I don't know. Probably Symmetra. I like, but but Moira, I'm like un, undefeatable. Like just, oh, I got like 15 player kill streaks. I think Moira, Moira's just like an easy character to play. Yeah. Moira, but uh, Symmetra's the most fun because if you know how to place the sentry turrets in clever ways, it's just like you're playing these casual games. And these people don't understand because they're looking for, I don't know. Movement. It's hard they're looking for movement. No, no, the sentry turrets you place, and then they try and blow them up because they're shooting at them. But you, I put them on like lampposts, or you put them in crevices. You put them in weird places where they're hard to see and hard to shoot at. And then, but my favorite is playing No Limits when everyone plays Symmetra, and then we just line the en- the, the enemy's door with sentry turrets, and as soon as they walk out, they instantly oh, die. Sounds like NATO. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough Overwatch talk. Anyway, that video made me laugh a lot because I've been playing Overwatch a lot. Sounds like NATO. All right, what do we got? Because Reason says deepfakes won't exist in five years. That's how fast this is moving. In five years, you will make your own porn, whatever that happens to be. Yes, but what if, if you can, you can make a video of Joe Biden declaring war and it'll be indistinguishable. You could make a video of Joe Biden declaring war while doing porn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can I just say to everybody who plays <laughs> Overwatch, I just want to, while well, I have the opportunity with so many people who listen to this show, please fight on the point. I just, you guys oh, understand. always stand on the point. Can you Sorry, under, can, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm so frustrated. I know I'm just playing casual. I like playing no limits, but it's like, I'm on the, I'm the only one on the robot. I'm on, I'm the only one on the point and they're chasing after the enemy getting broken apart. And then one Lucio jumps on and, and captures it. And now we got to wait another five minutes. And I'm like, my guys, I understand if you're trying to keep them off the point initially, but once they break your line, you've got to stay on the robot. Yeah, man. If you have a chance point. to take the core, take the core. Don't go get a, a mercenary camp. I'm talking about Heroes of the Storm right now. Do not, do not look understand. a gift horse in the mouth. If you have an opportunity to take it home, take it home. Yo, I had a game where we were like 0.03 meters from pushing the payload. And then everyone's just fighting off point. And I'm like, you, you, you realize the moment they go off, we win. I just get on the Some payload. people play for fun. Other people play to win. So the people that play for fun want combat. They want co- player versus player. The action, they don't care about the... I know, but I like a little mix. I'm, I'm not playing just for like... If I was going to play just to win, it'd be ranked. I like having fun and playing different characters. But I mean, you're still trying to win to a certain degree. Come on. All right, all right. Anyway, anyway. Enough uh, Overwatch talk. H22 says Biden needs to use AI chat to do his speeches and pre-recorded videos. I'd vote for him uh, if, uh, if for that. I mean, that's a good point. Why doesn't he just deep fake himself? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Start? There you go. Yeah, yeah. Somebody should do that. Wajian says deep fakes could be a win for legacy media. It could be the go-to excuse to dismiss media online. Oh, true. Didn't think about that. 
Uh, no, because CNN posts fake news all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna be like, trust us, we're real. No, you're not. You're just yeah, running the fake real. news on TV. Yeah. Well, and certainly newspapers have posted fake news all the time. We just talked about Jason Player. Mm-hmm. Ben Hickson says, Tim, Ian, are you looking forward to Atomic Hearts? It is a future era Soviet Bioshock like game. Have you played Prey? Twenty sixteen has the trolley problem. Oh, no, that sounds fun. I haven't played. That sounds interesting. Prey. I got to say, the first Bioshock is a masterpiece. Bio, the, the, the subsequent Bioshocks are kind of meh. Bioshock Infinite, I think, is okay, but Bioshock 1, the video game, is masterpiece. You know, the, my type of games is like Divinity 2. Uh, I love isometric role-playing games, so I'm really looking forward to Baldur's Gate 3 release, and I'm gonna, I think we're going to do a live stream of that. Uh, myself, perhaps Pixelated Apollo, he's into it. And maybe Tim, if I don't know if you're into RPGs, if that's something you want to do. I used to play more RPGs when I was younger. I was playing Breath of Fire for a while because I bought a Super Nintendo. I love. Oh yeah, Breath of Fire. Breath yeah. of Fire was good. I think I played Breath of Fire. 4. I beat Mario RPG a couple months ago. I, it's it's remarkable playing RP, Mario RPG as an as an old man now, because everything I do is timed perfectly. When I was a kid, it was like I'm playing Mario and I'm trying to time it and I'm messing up. Now I'm old and I'm playing this game for the first time in 20 years and I'm just everything is super easy and I'm. I'm just like, wow, this game's a lot easier than yeah, I realized. Punch-Out. You guys played Nintendo Punch-Out, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out? It was so hard when I was nine, but now... Now it's not hard. Yeah, just read the cues. No, I haven't played video games in a while, but I did buy the new Harry Potter game. How is it? I haven't played oh, it. Oh, yeah. Because, again, it. I haven't played video games in a while, so I still just have an Xbox One, and so apparently I can't play it till April. Is the J.K. Rowling thing making it hard for you to play the game? No. <laughs> it's, it's the fact that I have an old system and can't play So you're buying a new system in April? No. It's actually a pretty <laughs> no, good No, game. no, no. So they released it. It's weird. So, like, with the, all the new consoles, they released it, like, last week. With the older systems, like uh, Xbox One and, what, like, whatever PS, whatever PlayStation it was, they re- they're not releasing it until, like, April, oh. April fourth oh, or something like that. Yeah, and so I think that because they want you to get the new system to play, you know, early releases and stuff. Yeah. All right. Anthony says, Tim, your earlier stories of Nikki Taylor and Chelsea are all examples of why women deserve less. Why women deserve less by Myron Gaines. Now available for purchase for purchase audiobook coming soon. Is that is Fresh and Fit dude or what? What was the, What's that all about? Nikki Haley. Yeah, I don't know what and he's... Who? Well, I did segments on Don Lemon saying she's past her prime. Oh, right. We talked about Chelsea, that. Chelsea Handler, I love this one. Chelsea Handler <laughs> responded, in, in a sense, to Matt Walsh, Tucker Carlson, Ben Shapiro, me, and Jesse Kelly, because we were all, to a certain degree, critical of her video on oh, being childless. Oh, her video about <laughs> masturbating and getting high. And doing drugs. Yeah. But But here's the thing. She included a picture of me in the receding hairline club. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess thank you, Chelsea, for including me in this because she didn't actually criticize anything I said about her. Like Ben Shapiro called her miserable. Jesse Keller very hilariously mocked her. And Matt Walsh said something similar. To, but, but my point that I made, I didn't say she was miserable or anything like that. I said, people who don't have kids are going to find themselves on their deathbed in a sterile uh, hospital room. The doctor is going to walk in and say, is there anyone we should call? And you'll say, no. And he'll say, okay, well, we'll, we'll we're around. Call, call us if you need us. And then you're going to be sitting in this room as you lay dying, Just scared, with yeah. no one there to be, be to be there for you or to comfort you. I didn't say she was miserable. I think she's probably happy as a pig in 
Well, we've already been swearing in this show, right? She's happy as a pig in shit as she wakes up, does drugs, and masturbates. That maybe, sounds like she's having a blast. I mean, maybe she's a good auntie or something. I don't know. I, I don't, good I don't, aunties will have people around. I heard that argument that you were saying about having kids to have people around you when you're old. I don't know if I'd like that as an argument of why, because if you just get a bunch of women pregnant, you're gone, nope, and you never see your kids, they don't give, they're not going to come. No one cares about you. They will come. On your deathbed if you're an asshole. They but will like, come if you're to super, smite you. <laughs> if you're an amazing human being with no kids, you might have people all around you near the end of your life that just support you and are, are reminding you that what you did on earth was valuable. So I don't know. Well, but, you'd have to make friends with people who are younger than you because by the time you're old, all your friends are dead. Right. Like fans of your work and things like that. Well, or, people or like you know, just or pe- people you mentor or something or like, you know, if you're if, if you have um, nieces or nephews or foster families, people that you foster or like, you know, this is in the arts. There were always young people who were being um you know, friends with older artists and stuff. I don't know. I think that's a good point, though. If you're like the cool aunt, then maybe the cool auntie is a yeah. thing. That's a thing. Or the everybody Savvy has their auntie. Yeah. The, other, the other thing I wonder too is like maybe she can't have kids, yeah. and she doesn't want to come out and say that she's barren, and so she tries to find ways to justify oh, a positive sure. feeling around it. Mm. And if that is the case, it's really brutal to mock her and call her miserable. Mm. Like maybe she's yeah. trying to make the best of a really bad situation. And she's, she really is deep down inside sad that it never happened for her or she can't. So she's just like, well, I can do drugs and masturbate. And everyone's just ragging on her and mocking her. I'm like, you know, it's kind of brutal, you know. Well, did yeah. she even write that bit? Probably not. You it know? was like She the, probably was like, okay, I'll do that bit. The bit was bad because it was like, does she not have a job? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's not kids that make it so you can't wake up and do drugs and masturbate it's like responsibility in general yeah so she clearly has none and that sounds really depressing just make funny jokes basically i don't know she doesn't she's not not funny funny. (laughs) you know did you guys know sarah silverman's hosting the daily show yeah i had no idea (laughs) sarah silverman is not funny her bit has always been just to offend you but then it got funny because once offending people became taboo she didn't know what to do and now she's for national divorce she is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She I made that video like that. last year. Yeah. Yeah. And then we liked her. We were like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, you know, we can agree on that. She would live in America, too, I think is what she said. America, too. <laughs> we could have America, too. one, because it's important to us. Oh, look at this. <laughs> Angela McArdle. Is that a silver beanie with blue gems encrusted on it? Oh, That's it a long time oh, membership. Sarah's work is valuable to keep conservative side of the culture war from overcorrecting. Thank you and keep fighting the good fight. See you at the anti-war rally Sunday. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Angela. Um She's the chair of the LP, and we are doing the anti-war rally, the Rage Against the War Machine, on yep. Sunday, 1230, starting at the uh, the Lincoln Memorial, and it's going to move to the White House. I have a speaking spot at the White House, so um, yeah, hope to see everybody there. All right. Thomas Sidebottom says, Bing is connected to a live internet with ChatGPT. The training set is closed. Bing is doing the same thing, but with real human response training data. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Crazy. The Bing stuff looks fun, man. I signed up for the for the early wait list. I'm hoping I can get access to it. Mm-hmm. RBK says, I was Chase Bank with a question, and the operator was about to ask questions to identify me, and the guy said, oh, never mind. You've been voice authenticated. Scary stuff. Oh. Yeah, because that means somebody could just deep fake your voice and then call in. Hi, I'm John. It's yeah. like, okay, you're good. What do you want to do with your money? Give it to Bill. Done. <laughs> oh. All right, what do we got here? What do we got here? John White says, last week you did a piece on George Kelly, the AZ rancher, being held on $1 million bail. 
His family set up a Give, Send, Go campaign titled George Allen Kelly Legal Defense Fund. Help get him home. Much more to his story, so keep covering. We should definitely figure that one out. Maybe even send someone down there to figure out what happened. This is the guy that they accused of shooting an illegal immigrant who yeah, was uh, had multiple yeah. felonies or something like that. He like, kept crossing the border. And people had reported multiple gunshots earlier in the day. So they arrest the 73-year-old guy, and they're holding him on a million dollars bail, which like makes no sense, because where's this guy going to go? Yeah, I guess because yeah. he lives on the border. They're like, I don't know, 10 feet over the border. It's like, well, the, the federalities will bring him back. What are you talking about? His house is right there. All right, all right. Lightning Fire says, do you think AI will be used by terrorists? Where anything can be possible, everything be off limits. Would gun control even work with AI when anyone can build with 3D printing machine? Imagine how crazy it's going to be when in the future when you just go to the AI, a, the AI and 3D printing advances well beyond just plastics and PLA or whatever, ABS, and it can mill metal and mold metal. And you're like, I'd like an AR-15 mil spec, please, 5.56. And it's like, okay. And then it just starts making all the parts and puts it all together for you. Perfectly form fit to your hand. Hey, for that matter, in Star Trek, how come they never did that, you know? Because <laughs> Star Trek was uh, Star Trek was trying to look at us as our best selves. But like they could make a phaser if they needed one. Could they? They couldn't replicate phasers. Why not? I think it was the replicator didn't do it. I'm mm. pretty sure the replicator did. Could, the replicator do it? I thought the replicator if it can like, make didn't food. Do it. It, I yeah. think food is more yeah, complicated. But that's already pretty incredulous. Like that's ridiculous. Yeah, that I guess. was definitely the fantasy part Replicating of the food. Thing. I guess the I idea of Star Trek was that the. The nacelles would absorb free hydrogen mm-hmm. and then use that matter in the replicators and convert it into denser materials. Yeah, fusion in the matter replicator. Yeah. And then bonding, do chemical bonding. And you'd be like, I'd like a cheeseburger, and it would make one. But what, mm-hmm. what, what, what do you do with the cup? Like, you know, Picard would be like, tea, Earl Grey, hot. Mm-hmm. And then it makes the glass, and then he takes the glass out. You didn't see, he just throws it in the trash can. He throws, throws it out the window or yeah, something. What like, happens to that? I think you, you put, put it, it back, back in the, the replicator, yeah. yeah. And then back down it It's like matter reclamation. The crazy thing is, technically, based on the lore of Star Trek, you could replicate people. Really? Well, they, that's what the, the transporters do. Like the oh, episode yeah, where Riker yeah, got yeah. split that's into two it. people. That's right. That's oh, confirmed right. from Wikipedia, yes, they can recycle. The replicators do recycle things. So can they make phasers? I don't know. That's probably a big article. They can make batliths, for sure. What like, about a gun? Oh, yeah. they did? I think they did. Well, they, they can did. make a spoon or a knife. But imagine, like, that'd be a, good, a funny parody where it's like, replicate me a Glock 17. I want a Tommy gun. Fully loaded. Right. Well, the, the holodeck. They do that in the holodeck. Yeah. yeah, of course. And then they get shot. That's so dumb. And then when you take the safeties off. <laughs> yeah, the and safeties then, off. And then you have a whole episode of being scared of the holodeck. We're trapped in the holodeck and they're going <laughs> to oh, shoot <no>. us. <laughs> that show is fun. Oh, I love it. <laughs> All right, where are we at? It's my, like, comfort show. Special shout out to LeVar Burton and Reading Rainbow. <laughs> Buddy B says, I've been, sure. I've been tentative about membership due to funds, but would, hunt, would 100% throw money at Ian for morning meditation. Factory work these days calls for Zen. You, know, you want to wake up at 8 a.m.? No. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do have to wake up at 8 a.m., meditating is one of the best things you can do if you want to clear your mind and be refreshed for the day. Stretching, first thing I do when I wake up is I stretch. What we'll do is we'll record at midnight Yeah, because it's technically the morning, and then it'll be uploaded at 8 a.m. for everybody. But it'd be nicer if it was Ian's live. midnight meditation. Yeah, live stream. Because I think the power of multiple humans meditating together, regardless yeah. of where we are, the entanglement. Instead of just watching Waffles, something that previously happened. Waffle says, Tim, you're playing Overwatch with 12-year-olds, bro. It's not going to get better. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know that's the case. So Do they dance over you when you die? You can really tell when you're playing against a team. Well, that's the funny thing. It's like I've played where, I mean, dude. 
it's such a fast paced game. If you start teabagging, you, you're you're done. Like I'm gonna walk up, and then you start doing a stupid thing, and then you're instantly wiped out. Is it? Uh, does the reticule? Is that how you pronounce that word? Reticule. That's what I, how yeah. I call it. Mm-hmm. Does it bounce, right. or is it always straight in the middle? No matter how fast you're moving, no matter if you jump, it's always directly in the middle of the screen. Or does it like bounce and wave bounce. as you're running? That's yeah. why I never got into Overwatch because I felt like I was playing Borderlands 2 and I like the gunplay of Borderlands 2. Uh, it felt a lot more realistic and challenging. Like if you're running, you don't have like perfect aim when you're running. It just felt kind of robotic, Overwatch. Brett Ain't Dead in the member chat says, Tim, what do you play Overwatch on? Either way, add me. Same name on here. We'll crush 86 babies. Um, I play on PS5 and my username is TimCast. And I imagine the next time I turn my PlayStation on, it's going to go bling, 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 bling. <laughs> Find request, find request, find request. And uh, it's it's fun playing with a real team. And you know you're playing with other 30-year-old men because everyone te- like groups up before running in. When You can tell you're playing with little kids because everyone dies sporadically and then run out one at a time. Also, and their whole team is there, just five shot, like, you know, five versus one, five versus one. And I'm just like... Please just wait 20 seconds for the group to come together yeah. before rushing in. Wait for end. five. Wait it's for like, five, please. It's like the Leroy Jenkins. Right. It's exactly what it <laughs> is. I'll play at night and like you can tell people are getting drunker and higher the later the night goes on because like by 3 a.m. Uh, no one's even talking on chat. Ant <laughs> three, <laughs> 345 says Bungie is woke as hell, but I love Destiny. Hunter class for life. Yeah, I stopped playing Destiny a while ago. I, I played Destiny since the beginning of it and then I can't remember the last one I played. Um... Destiny 2 was one of the last ones I played. Well, there's a bunch of expansions. Yeah. So the last one I played, I think, was when the darkness was released and you were able to wield the darkness or whatever. I'm not familiar with Destiny. Yeah. Destiny's a fun game. Hey, Ian, so when do you wake up? Uh, it depends on the day. I woke up at 1 today. Okay. Uh, I woke up at 9 a.m. yesterday for a 10 a.m. meeting. I try to take late meetings. I usually start my day around 2. I work mm-hmm. 2 to 11, basically. Mm-hmm. So I get up around 1, go to bed about 3 a.m. usually. That's fair. Nelson Nelville says, cast, has anyone ever recognized you while gaming? Ian, does anybody recognize you while gaming or anything? Uh, not not uh, unless they know I'm gaming ahead of time. And I always feel, it feels weird. Like, I like the anonymity. That was a big problem of why I kind of dipped out on social media for a decade is because, like, I was going to chat rooms and we were all having genuine conversation. Then I started to get well known. And when I'd go into the chat room, the conversation would stop and people would be like, Ian's here. Ian, Ian. And I'm like, no, I just want to have a conversation. Yeah. So, no. The short answer is no. For me, um, my PlayStation username has always been TimCast, well before I had any substantial amount of followers. So, I just log into the same thing every time. But my joke earlier was I get endorsed every time I play, and I don't think it's because I'm good at the game. I think people are just like, oh, hey, TimCast, you know, and they click endorse. So, it's like, you've been endorsed. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I was not doing that well. <laughs> That's the I, I, I play thing the about game being lot, famous though. is like, do those people really like me? Do they really like me? Or are they just... I hate that. Well, I'm playing casual. I'm not playing ranked. If I was playing ranked, they might be like, hey, it's cool you're here, dude, but you're costing us the game. You know what I mean? (laughs) Not Mm -hmm. true. So playing the casual stuff, like No Limits, where you just get like six Symmetras to all run in at the same time and pepper everything with turrets is just the most hilarious thing ever. And then the one thing I can't stand is when everyone thinks it's funny to play Mercy. And I'm like, what do you guys think? Like six healers on one person is going to stop you from losing? I don't know. Whatever. It's fun, though. It's all good fun. All right. Mr. Jusno says, isn't drinking distilled water bad for you? I remember hearing that it lacks the minerals, thereby diluting the mineral levels in your cells. That is correct. At least that's what I understand, right? Yeah, you're supposed that's... to reintroduce minerals to yeah. distill water. Mm-hmm. And that's why our filtration system has added minerals. Right. Yep. Oh, yeah. In addition if, to uh, 
filter vinyl chloride out of your water, I heard that you could do activated charcoal and reverse osmosis combined, those two things, apparently. Oh, oh here, that's here we go. Jason Dixon's got a gold beanie with red jewels encrusted to it. And he says, two years, seven months, 23 days, get on my level. <laughs> <laughs> yes, get on his level. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh, there's other stuff we can add to make YouTube memberships mean something more. I mean, the, 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 the issue, I suppose, is there is a chat now. And, and we're getting massive feedback from people being like, we can actually have conversations. This is cool. People were using Chicken City. This is the thing people didn't understand. They would lo- they would turn the show on and then open Chicken City and use the Chicken City live stream chat as the chat for this show. These are things that we saw where we're like, okay, this chat clearly isn't working. What can we do? So you can always go hang out in Chicken City live stream chat for free and talk about whatever you want. Or we, we figured the membership thing is a way to make a clean chat with no limits so you don't got to wait five, six seconds or whatever, and you can just chat. I like it. Golden Gaming's saying, free the chat. Almighty Antichrist. Nobody cares. Dash Z dash. Love it. Like, you guys are there. I can see you now. And, oh, Tracer's in the chat. Red beanies equals MAGA beanies. <laughs> Tracer's got a red beanie. <laughs> Maybe we should put MAGA on the red beanie. We could do that. Yeah, a little MAGA. There's also the 20-sided die, or the, the 20 on the 20-sided die and the one on the 20-sided die. Yeah. But it's hard to see the number. So yeah. that was about rolling 20s. So we'll have to figure that one out. We already got that coming on the update, so. Okay, cool, cool. And then we're going to we're gonna create the uh, the golden cockerel update. <laughs> so uh, smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, become a member at TimCast.com. We're going to have a members-only show coming up for you in about one hour, and it's going to get pretty serious because we got some uh, very serious subjects to talk about that might be too spicy for this family-friendly version of the show. You can follow the show at TimCast IRL. You can follow TimCast News on Facebook where we're going to be publishing all our news articles, and you can help by sharing them if you think they're important. And that's uh, TimCast News on Facebook. And you can follow me personally at TimCast. And uh, my other YouTube channel is youtube.com slash TimCastNews. For those that aren't familiar, and I've been doing that longer than this one, but I'm now doing six segments per day on that channel, so it's like two hours of content. It's another podcast I have called The Tim Pool Daily Show, which has about half as many viewers as this show, but I don't think there's a strong overlap. So if you want to check it out, you can check it out. Uh, yeah, Sarah, you want to shut anything out? Yeah, so if you want to go find me, just go to my my website, which is sarahhigdon.com. It has links to all my social media platforms. I'm on just about everything. Um, but just like my YouTube is youtube.com slash sarahhigdon. And then Twitter and Instagram is both just sarahhigdon with an underscore after it. And so that's it. And yeah, come on uh, Sunday and uh, I'll see you guys out there if you guys come out to the anti-war rally Sunday. Someone made a, uh, Miguel is saying, I would do Timcast after show if, if it were live. That's a really good point. And um, we're going to look into that because I think it is possible to do a private members only live stream on Rumble. We just need to figure out how to do it. Yeah, it's a, it's, yeah we can do we it. We definitely do that. I'm pretty sure we could. We've been asked before to do that, I believe. Because we can do the members only as a live stream on TimCast.com. Yeah, it'd save us some time after. Is there a live right. chat? Because that would get wild if people uh, are talking. Yeah, probably through Rumble. Yeah, I imagine that so. That would be no cool. Yeah. Let's figure it out because then we could take questions and stuff from the members as well. Right. And that would be, that would be lit. That Spicier would be questions. very fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Libby, you want to shout anything out? Sure. Uh, I'm at Libby Emmons on Twitter, and you can check out what we're doing at thepostmillennial.com every day. I'm Ian Crossland. Follow me at iancrossland.net. Subscribe to me on YouTube at Ian Crossland, and you can also check out this Cast Castle skit on Cast Castle YouTube channel and timcast.com. I just want to give a special shout-out to Amish man, Joseph, RG2 Tracer, Ted Thornton. I know I already mentioned you, Tracer, and Brett ain't dead. Tracer is an Overwatch character. You guys in chat, you make this happen. Well, we make this happen, and you're here with us making it happen. We're all making it happen together. 
Happy to be here with you. Thanks for being here. Bye. And I am at Surge.com. Follow me on Twitter. It's at S-E-R-G-E-D-O-T-C-O-M. Everyone doesn't get it right. I keep telling you about that. It's Spell it out with an E, and I will go argue with you. I do respond to everything. At least I try my best to. Cheers. I want to stress the uh, Cast Castle video. So go to YouTube.com slash Cast Castle for one reason. Ian is arguing with Roberto Jr. on the phone, <laughs> and he, se- he secretly recorded Roberto Jr.'s conversation. And I just, so you cute. know, I love chicken, so I find it very funny. I, I thought it was hysterical. Do you want to play, play a clip now? Or just let, let him go. No, to let him go check it out. Let him go check it out. So yeah. funny. What was that? What is that recording device you have? It's, it's awesome. It's what so is that cool. Thing called Wesley. I called it a Teddy Ruxpin. I yeah. know it's Teddy not Ruxpin. that. It's, it's not a talk boy, but that's not. what. Uh, if you <laughs> saw Stephen Crowder's video, it's a Fisher Price. It's a Fisher Price. That's the word. With a tape recorder. That's the word. All right, check that out. And Teddy Ruxpin era. We will see you all over at TimCast.com. Thanks for hanging out.